0: Coming to you live from Stuart Flora, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from the Palatial Studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. And thank you very much, Mr. Announcer. It is Tuesday,
1: November the 9th, 2021. Yes, and I don't know why... My audio is not working. All of a sudden.
2: You're not getting that guy or that gal that no. usually talks back to you this early. Let
1: me try this again. You seem happy this morning. There we go. I am happy.
3: I'm on jacked up on Mountain Dew.
1: Well, yeah, you may be jacked up, and I'm jacked up as well. What's happening today? Well, we got a lot happening today. We'll tell you about that in a minute. First, we got to certify the time.
4: It's now six eight.
1: Somebody apparently was in here messed with the buttons because everything was turned off.
2: You know what um, threw me I off? Hate that. You know what's been throwing me off? My what? clocks are right. I've set my clock right on the microwave, on the range top, mm-hmm. and of course on my cell phone. But then I still get out to my vehicle and I'm driving to work and it says 6:09.
1: Why don't you fix that thing?
2: And boy, like wow, we we're supposed to be on the air. What's going on?
1: Uh huh. <laughs> you didn't do your, your
2: clock in work. your car yet? No, and it's so easy. You know, it's just the touch Press of a Press a button. button, and you know coming on US 1-2 this mm-hmm. morning, Evan, before I come over the Roosevelt Bridge over in a plaza over here, mm-hmm. there is a uh, huge clock on somebody's business over that way that's still the wrong time also. Are you serious? So that was saying like um, 6.19 a.m. when I was coming <laughs>
1: Do you and happen to know whose business that is by any chance? You know, it might I'll call them and tell it, them to change their clock.
2: It might not be anybody's particular business. Maybe it's the clock of the whole plaza. Well,
1: it's none I'm of really, my business.
2: But, <laughs> 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 but it's, it kind of like stands out really uh, toward the highway, this clock, so with the big uh, digital red uh, digits so you know you can see it from a long way away when when you're coming at it mm. so maybe by tomorrow they'll get out there and fix it
1: I see said the blind man <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, you know I guess if we uh, missed Monday night football last night it was a real nail biter
1: yeah I Steelers heard
2: Steelers and the Bears yeah a, a close game
1: mm-hmm. I have Steelers. no more nails It was a nail-biter. You were biting (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I was in bed last night at 8.30.
2: But my picks are atrocious. I mean, well, I got eight right this week. Pretty amazing, but... You know, that for a couple of weeks there, like going on vacation, I forgot to do mine. Mm-hmm. So I felt, I thought I was on the bottom of the board. No, I'm actually at uh, 54 out of 58.
1: So I haven't checked. Not so
2: bad. I got to look. You are, Mr. G is doing the best out is of all of us. Figures. He's, he's at number 14. He would be our Philadelphia Freedom Man. Really? Yep. Ray, my friend, Thomas. It's uh, Ray M.F. Thomas. I, I call him my friend, oh. Thomas. Okay. <laughs> is at number 38 from our sister station. Oh, he's
1: ahead of me. I'm 49 of 58. You have, Let's see,
2: you have the longest name in the group, I think. I WWE ring announcer slash, slash Mets PA guy. I should
1: get an award for that.
2: I know. that I should always find your name because I think it's like the longest one in the bunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Cotton Picking Wooly Burger. It's <laughs> a pretty long one a, that's too a,
1: that's a good one
2: and he's doing as well as me i think i know him i know him from uh, meeting him at the saint lucie draft house oh, okay. he and the family okay but you know we got to talk to g and ray because i think we should all do that we should all get together for like a little football celebration mm. at the saint lucie draft house once we have again. to
1: coordinate that because you know we all have really super busy schedules
2: Including the Stewart Air Show coming yeah. up this weekend, starting Friday already. Yes,
1: speaking of which, we get another pair of tickets to give away. The lady came and picked us up yesterday.
2: She did. I she, met her. She's a nice lady.
1: Very sweet lady. Walked right through the front door, knocked, she walked in, and she looks at me. She goes, "Do you want me to sing? Oh, 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 it's magic!" <laughs> right in front of me. I'm like, "No, you don't have to sing. It's Do okay. It all I'll, over just, again. <laughs> I'll just give you your tickets." You this should have wanted her,
5: too,
2: because she did it quite well. I was impressed.
1: Yeah, a very sweet lady walked in the <laughs> door. I don't remember. I think her name was Lisa Lori or something like that. I'm not sure. I don't remember.
2: Laura? or I think it was Laura. I
1: think thing. it was. Yeah. She came from Port St. Lucie. Drove all the way down here for her tickets.
2: Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. Nice to have her listening, too. Mm-hmm, um, she was mm-hmm. just a whole ray of sunshine yesterday.
1: So we got another pair we're going to give away. I think and, we'll do uh, it
2: with the... Uh, we announced kind of like a fun fact right before we got off the air yesterday. We did? So for the listeners maybe that were listening yesterday, they might know the answer to
1: the question. I don't remember what that fun fact was. Oh, okay.
2: (laughs) I think I I wrote it down earlier. I'm like, not
1: doing very well.
2: Let me send you a uh, flash card if I
1: can. flash card. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't flash me in the studio. (laughs) Don't need any flash cards this morning. Oh, let me look. Remember Um, the
2: question? (laughs) Kind of a... Oh, you're going what? Really? Yeah,
1: that's so we we're going to ask this question to somebody.
2: Yeah, because we mentioned it yesterday right before we came off the air. And I thought maybe and then people have Google too. So
1: yeah, but we don't want to give the question away now because then everybody's going to Google the answer (laughs) and then they're going to know. So we got to put them on the spot.
2: Make it a surprise.
1: Yeah. And we have this new device, folks, that um, we we just got into today because we're going high tech. And we have a way of knowing when you're on the phone, if you're using your phone, to search on Google. And we can disable that feature (laughs) remotely. So if you're going to cheat on us, we can cheat right back and disable your phone.
2: Remember the days in radio when you had to answer a trivia question and you could not look on Google? Yeah. Or you would sit around the table at Thanksgiving and... You know, you'd be saying, what was the name of that actor or actress in that movie? Who mm-hmm. was that? And it was a huge debate, and nobody could bring out their phone right away and Google search
1: it. Yeah, it's not like the old days. It's you not. You had to actually use your brain back in the day. <laughs> Now it's like you just type, and your brain is in your phone. Ah, uh, yeah. It's just ridiculous. Yeah.
2: I like what uh, Denny Artachi said a while back, where I, didn't he mention on his show that he just sometimes likes to go to the beach and read?
1: I think. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember.
2: Just let life settle down a little bit. I used
1: to do that a lot when I went through uh, 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 when I went through a, uh, about a depression. Um, where I, I kind of went into this dark place, and I was just very depressed and very upset. I, I bought this book, and it was called Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. It's a great book. I don't know if you ever heard of it or not.
2: I am d- haven't heard of the book. Mm-hmm. I've definitely heard of the phrase.
1: Yeah, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. It's a great book, short chapter book. It's it's only about this big by this big, um, and it's about that thick. But I would go down to the beach before i would go to work and i would just i would sit by myself and i would read a couple of chapters
6: Ah, and it really
1: cleared my head i mean like really now i have to find the author because that's (laughs) bothering me
2: sometimes you just got to read a book and be by yourself and you know let life settle down one of the best days I had this month, I think, was when our, um, oh yeah, they were working on our AT&T, mm-hmm. and I mentioned, this was before I went on vacation, mm-hmm. and our internet was out. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't watch any movies, no Netflix, Hulu, mm-hmm. no Alexa playing in my house, no radio for, for an entire day.
1: Wow. Yeah, the author, author, hello, I can't even talk this morning, let me engage my tongue, Richard Carlson. Author of the best-selling Don't Sweat the Small uh, Stuff. Wow, he passed away at 45. Oh, my gosh. Um, he fell ill on his way to New York as part of a tour to promote his book, Don't Get Scrooged. Wow, unbelievable. Wow, gone way too soon. 45 years old.
2: Hmm.
1: Unbelievable. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, the book was great. If uh, if you want some really good reading, I, I would highly, highly recommend this book
2: i haven't read a really good book in a while Mm -hmm. um you know what i started to read though for um gary's birthday i bought right off of the newsstand i was in Publix. this was before we went on vacation too they had a life magazine of the sopranos Mm. a complete uh, kind of like little package uh reading about the players in the movie not the movie but the series Nice, big, glossy pictures on the inside and uh, just some reading material of, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, giving you some inside and outs of of life behind The Sopranos and the making of it.
1: Mm. I You know, I may just go buy this book because I don't know where my book is. So I'm thinking about just going out and just buying it on Amazon right now.
2: Oh, yeah. Amazon will have it to you in a couple of days.
1: Like lickety-split. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's really, and he has all these different ones and I don't know which one to get now. Cause I don't remember the one that I bought, but there's like, don't sweat the small stuff at work. Don't the sweat the small stuff with women. Don't sweat the small stuff with your family. Don't sweat the small stuff for men. Wow. Calgon, take me away. Um, oh, here it is. Here's the one. Don't sweat the small stuff and it's all small stuff. That's the one. That's the book.
2: It says here, did did Heather Locklear star in some kind of a Don't Sweat the Small Stuff Lifetime story? Hmm. Uh, Not sure. The Christine Carlson story starring Heather Locklear premiering on Lifetime put challenges in perspective, reduce stress and anxiety through small daily changes, Mm -hmm. and find the path to achieving your goals with groundbreaking inspirational guide. Oh, wow. A self-help classic.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
2: Yeah, it would be interesting to find out how um, Heather Locklear was actually involved.
1: Mhm. Mhm. Um I would be curious to know. Yeah. how she was she uh, involved. Cuz she went through
2: some uh, pretty big stuff. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, not too long ago. Well, it was a while ago now. Mhm. where she had some uh, troubles out in her uh LA home and in that area mm-hmm. and went through some things. But hopefully she's coming through and putting it all
1: together. Oh, definitely so. Definitely so. Hey, so how was uh, work yesterday when you get out of here? Busy or uh, so-so? All busy. Good. Yeah. That's we, a good thing.
2: We're in full speed because, you know, it's um, season.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, we
2: have all of the seasonal people here All now. the
1: snowbirds are down here. Snowbirds are down. That's and, you know, right.
2: we never did have a slowdown in summertime.
1: Mm-hmm. Summer,
2: we were just working around the clock nonstop. I don't remember sitting on the job uh, in for a really long time mm-hmm. where I had like two, maybe two and a half hours sitting time.
1: Mm-hmm. So you're like, um, you're like, you go from one to one to one to one. Massage like pretty non-stop. much back, wow. to back Good for you though, that you're staying busy. Cause I remember, um, you know, um, back in the, well, it's still the COVID days, but back in the serious COVID days, yeah. you were kind of like furloughed. Everybody was furloughed and they shut down and, you know, it was um you it's, know, everybody toughed through it and they everybody right. made it through.
2: And it's a little bit everybody's been short on therapists, hard to find massage therapists lately because you gotta consider that because of COVID nineteen there's been a shortage of people coming out of school for it. Yeah. There was a whole year, big semester where people weren't going to school mm-hmm. so they didn't have graduates to uh, new graduates to hire
1: yeah speaking of shortages there's also a shortage of workers in in the different workplaces school teachers are in huge demand right now big time yeah big time I mean you hear dr. Jamalay always every week that he's on with us talking about they need teachers they need bus drivers. They need people desperately.
2: Yeah, I think I saw, where did I see a bus on the side of the road lately? It might have been up in the Fort Pierce area Mm -hmm. when I was driving, and it Mm -hmm. said hiring bus drivers. And there was like a big old sign right on the school bus.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's probably right by the uh, St. Louis County, uh, (laughs) uh, the school board up there off... uh, um Okeechobee
2: yeah yeah i think it it might have been right in that general area you're right
1: yeah so there's uh, lots of opportunities to get jobs out there especially with school board benefits are great
2: i want to become a teacher and you know what i want to become a teacher for the wrong reasons
1: for the wrong reasons because
2: does this sound wrong no go ahead i would like to have summers off so I would like to become a school
1: teacher. Well, well that, <laughs> Here let me let I me give you a little I would have
2: to have my heart really in it, right? Let me
1: give you a little insight to that. <laughs> Being married to a school teacher. Yes. My wife never has summers off. Okay.
2: Because there's always extra teaching duties that you can go do, yeah. right?
1: Well, and, she works at a private school. So she never has summers off. Number 2, when you teach in a public school, um you can choose to work through the summer or take the summer off they give you two options i it's think it's a
2: choice yeah no.
1: don't quote me mm-hmm. on it and sorry i'm sniffling i just my my nose is very stuffy right now it might morning.
2: be the change in the uh, atmospheric well, it's, pressure it's, it's, and it's the warm in chill here.
1: it's a little warm in here that's why So I'm going to kind of, if it's all right with you, I'm going to cool it off just a little bit. Oh, yeah. But I'm not going to put it down to frigid temperatures (laughs) (laughs) where we're hanging meat from the hooks on the ceiling. Don't
2: worry. I have my new Burlington's coat with me.
1: All right. Very good. (laughs) 621 right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan Abani. It's time for news. Let's go to the news desk first thing this morning. And Bonnie is standing by with the morning headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning,
2: Evan. Governor Ron DeSantis is getting ready to seek re-election, filing his paperwork to run yesterday. But what about running for president in 2024?
7: Um, You know, I appreciate people looking at me for different things. But at the end of the day, uh, we've accomplished a lot here, uh, but I've got a lot more to do. And so we're going to have a formal announcement once the full legislative session ends in March, and we'll really start campaigning.
2: The gubernatorial election is one year away. Jury selection is underway in a case surrounding a 2017 SWAT raid on the Treasure Coast that ended with the death of a young woman and a man charged with several counts of attempted murder of a law enforcement officer. WPTV's John Shaman is following the case from the Indian River County Courthouse.
8: There's not any proof of guilt. You shouldn't. Uh, guilt from it. Or... Judge Dan Vaughn addressing potential jurors Monday in the case of Andrew Coffey IV. Count one of the
9: indictment.
8: It was back in March of 2017 when a raid was executed at a home off 35th Avenue in Gifford. The sheriff's office maintains after announcing its presence, two SWAT team members began to break a window where Coffey and his girlfriend were sleeping. An arrest affidavit details Coffey fired shots first from inside the bedroom.
10: As he shot no less than four rounds at our deputies our SWAT team members returned fire, and essentially a firefight.
8: Coffey's family disputes who shot first, but in the crossfire, Coffey's girlfriend, 21-year-old Alteria Woods, was killed. She was hit by law enforcement rounds. Those officers cleared of wrongdoing by a grand jury.
6: Y'all kill my cousin!
8: The shooting prompted several rallies and calls for the sheriff's office to get body cameras. The agency recently acquired them, and they're now in regular use.
9: The County count also alleges attempted
8: first-degree murder. Earlier this year, Judge Vaughn denied a request from Coffey's defense team that he was eligible for immunity under the state's Stand Your Ground law. Jury selection will continue tomorrow. The trial is scheduled to last about two weeks. In Indian River County, John and WPTV. News Channel 5.
2: Former Florida State star Travis Rudolph was in a Palm Beach County uh, courtroom on Monday for a stand-your-ground hearing. Rudolph is charged with one count of first-degree murder and three counts of attempted first-degree murder in connection with a Lake Park shooting earlier this year. According to a Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office probable cause affidavit, Rudolph shot two people during an altercation outside a home in the 500 block of North Redwood Drive in April. One of the victims fled after the shooting and was later found fatally wounded in the front passenger seat of a car near 40th Street and Broadway Avenue in West Palm Beach. The driver and backseat passenger were also in the car, but they were uninjured. Another victim was found with gunshot wounds at the shooting scene in Lake Park. Defense attorney Mark Shiner argued Monday before Judge Jeffrey Gillen that the charges should be dismissed under the state's stand your ground law, citing self defense. Rudolph, age 26, sat between his defense attorneys as he listened to testimony from ex-girlfriend Dominique Jones, who said she and Rudolph got into a fight hours before the shooting after she discovered that he cheated on her. The man and three others then drove to Rudolph's home to speak with him, but Rudolph was immediately combative and confrontational, the affidavit said. A star wide receiver at Cardinal Newman High School, Rudolph went on to play at Florida State. He hauled in 153 catches for 2,311 yards and 18 touchdowns in three seasons with the Seminoles from 2014 to 2016. Rudolph is expected to testify today in what is scheduled to be a two-day hearing. Travel restrictions at the U.S. imposed because of the COVID-19 pandemic have been partially lifted for nearly three dozen countries. WPTV's Lenny Supal has more.
11: America is rolling out the welcome mat once again as international travel restrictions prompted by the pandemic are relaxed.
12: And it just really starts to open up the world. Laura Reese is
11: a travel agent based in Palm Beach County. Now we're opening up our tourism to people outside of the United States. She's noticing a surge in the number of international travelers with sights
12: set on South Florida. Right now, Florida hotels are so booked. I was just looking for a hotel for New Year's for my husband and I, and I can't find anything. It's really busy in Fort Lauderdale and Miami and Palm Beach, which is great news. But with foreigners coming to America, that means that things are going to book up even more. So what's really important is to plan ahead. Discover the Palm Beaches is directing their attention to so-called long-haul
11: travelers from overseas.
4: We're mostly focused on international leisure travelers, uh, two or three week stays in the United States. Is South Florida ready
11: for the influx of international travelers?
4: Uh, Absolutely. We are sitting here in the middle of the number one international gateway to Florida, which is Miami, and the number one domestic destination, which is Orlando.
12: We're booking to 2023 right now.
4: The
11: relaxed restrictions will also make more international reunions possible this holiday season. Do you think that the airlines are prepared for this influx of international travel. I think
12: they're really looking forward to it. We're not expecting as many cancellations, so fingers crossed it's a really good sign. In Palm Beach County, Lenny Sue, Paul WPTV News, Channel 5. And lastly,
2: thousands are demanding an investigation be launched into alleged incompetence by the Northport Police Department in its handling of the Brian Laundry case. A Change.org petition has received more than 3,600 signatures. The Pittsburgh Steelers survived a late surge from the Chicago Bears to win on Monday Night Football 29-27. to The Bears took the lead with less than two minutes left, and the Steelers marched the ball down into Chicago territory to score a field goal. And the Bears then marched the ball back into Steelers' territory to attempt a 65-yard field goal that hit the bottom center of the goalpost, and the Steelers escaped with that win. News time is 6.28. We'll have weather and traffic together next
1: 629 is the time right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie, how's it looking outside?
2: Well, Evan, it's looking really nice this Tuesday morning. Traffic looking good throughout our major highways and US 1's looking good right here, too. If you see something throughout the morning, say something. We're at 220 9788, 220 WSTU. It's uh, cool, partly cloudy, 61 in Stewart and in Opelika, Alabama, clear, cool, 43. Here's our weather from WPTV.
14: Your WPTV First Alert forecast calls for another chilly start to the day with temperatures in the mid to upper 50s. This afternoon, another pleasant day on tap, highs reaching the upper 70s to low 80s, partly sunny skies, low rain chances, and low humidity. Tomorrow, morning lows in the low to mid-60s and highs in the low 80s with a 30% chance for some passing showers. Thursday and Friday, our next cold front approaches. Scattered showers and storms possible with highs in the low 80s. Saturday, some lingering showers to start, then drying out throughout the day. Highs in the low 80s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station.
18: The Get Up and Go Show would love to hear from you live on the air. Give them a call at any time. Now let's get back to the program. Here's Evan and Bonnie.
14: At Starbucks, we're bringing in the holiday season with our new sugar cookie latte. It's a sweet treat to help start your day. Not enough sweetness for you? Then try our new gingerbread man coffee topped off with whipped cream and little gingerbread man or woman on top. (laughs) <laughs> or for a real sugar rush, get the triple candy cane lane hot chocolate with a candy cane straw to suck down all that peppermint chocolate sweetness. So gain a sweet tooth and lose a foot this holiday season <laughs> at Starbucks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of cute. I like that. I don't know if I'd go for the uh, all that uh, sugar at the holiday time.
2: The straw reminded me of what I got at SeaWorld when I got a adult beverage Last week. Yeah. And they gave me an edible straw.
1: An edible straw.
2: Yeah. And I thought it was the coolest thing. They actually had um, the first adult beverage, I had a paper straw. Mm. like, wow, this straw is paper.
1: Yeah, they use all paper straws in the park because of the animals.
2: I like it. It gets rid of the plastic.
1: Yeah, exactly. And a lot of places don't even use straws at all anymore, period. They're not. uh, They're not doing that. It's more eco-friendly. I know, but
2: but you know what? I hate. I hate when I. I do go out. Like if I go out and I get this, like maybe say nice drink, a nice big pina colada or some Uh sort of thing, Uh and sometimes I don't want the straw because it is plastic, Uh and then I'll I'll go and put my. Uh, lips on the glass and Mm -hmm. but then i take it away and say wait wait what am i doing you're not supposed to do that at a restaurant you're not supposed to touch your lips to a glass other people might have touched their lips before there
1: that's why they have a straw (laughs) because you don't know if the the glass was properly washed or not
2: i know you would be wondering it's supposed to be sanitized have you ever
1: gone to a restaurant before and they brought you a glass of water and there's lipstick around the rim of the glass.
2: Oh gosh, no that's that, happened to me. Has that really now? Sure has. Oh, my gosh. Not going to
1: say where but it's happened.
2: Oh, that's just wrong. It's
1: disgusting.
2: And you know Gary hates it if if I'm even at home mm-hmm. and if I leave lipstick on a cup or a glass. Mhm. You know, it's like he thinks it's disgusting at home, but Mm -hmm. boy, at a restaurant and somebody else's lipstick. Oh, yeah. Who have you been kissing?
1: Oh, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Let's do some viral videos. So I've got two this morning. The first one is a bunch of hikers staring down a mountain lion. That's actually stalking them.
15: Oh, no kidding?
1: Yeah, I don't suggest staring down a mountain lion. I would suggest running like hell.
2: <laughs> Pardon my French. I mean you're I not I could
1: say that, right?
2: You're not supposed to look a wolf in the eye. Are you Yeah. Are you supposed to stare down and, and look a mountain lion in the eye either?
1: I, I don't know, but <laughs> here's the here's the audio. Listen.
9: Get back, mountain lion.
19: Get back Hey good, chill. Just chill. No. Hey! Get back! Back away slowly. Hold on, hold on. Don't go fast. Don't turn your back either. It's staring at us.
1: Go away, mountain lion! We're still here! Now, like this mountain lion is really going to listen when you tell it to go away or back away.
2: I don't know. Um, are you are you supposed to make a lot of noise and, and ruckus know. maybe to steer them away and... Uh, did it sound like there were three of them? Were there like three hikers?
1: I don't know. They could
2: probably do a lot to and come together to show that they're bigger than the mountain lion, possibly.
1: I would not try having a conversation with a mountain lion. That's just not highly suggested. That's pure stupidity.
2: But that sounded so, uh, oh, what a scary situation. Yeah. Were they from Canada? They almost sounded Canadian. Um, or, uh,
1: let me see. They were in Orange County, California. Oh, Couple of hikers. Uh-huh. Uh They were being stalked by the mountain lion, and the guy decided to turn around and try to talk to it.
2: Ah, oh, man, that so, would that would be an awful situation. Yeah, that just wouldn't be good. Ooh. So
1: now we're going from awful to cute. Um, it's hard to tell if this toddler, who's 12 months old, uh, what what this toddler is saying to his mother, but the mother is having a conversation with the toddler, and they recorded the conversation, and it's just completely adorable. Listen.
20: What did you do today? yeah How was Coco melon
21: <laughs>
6: yeah
20: <laughs> did, you,
18: did you go in the car today who did you hang out with today mom or dad
1: so you know that that's just like that that's cute it's got cuteness written all over it
2: It sure does. Yeah.
1: Now, what the child was saying, I can't tell you because <laughs> I don't speak toddler. If anybody could translate that, you're welcome to call us at two two zero nine seven eight eight two two zero WST. If you think you can attempt to translate that conversation.
2: And the lady, I detected like I detected those people with the mountain lion to be from Canada. Mm-hmm. That lady sounded like almost like um, UP or Northern Michigan or somewhere. Even mm. even the even Wisconsin. She kind of had that, okay. like uh, an accent like they do up there.
1: Okay. Lately, Bonnie, um, I have not been reading my Cosmopolitan magazine. Why not? Well, because I've just been busy.
2: Oh, yeah, right.
6: Been busy.
1: So yesterday I picked it up. All right. Digital version, of <laughs> course. I don't get the hard copy. It's it's the digital version. And I uh, took my iPad with me into my office and started reading. And I found the top ten signs that you have picked the wrong moving company.
2: Hello. From the
1: pages of Cosmopolitan Magazine.
2: You don't want to do that.
1: Yeah, the top ten signs yeah. you picked. Don't be
2: losing my stuff.
1: Yeah, the top ten signs you picked the wrong moving company. Coming in at number ten. An hour after the truck pulls away with all your stuff. Uh, you somehow find it all listed on eBay. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, your stuff is on eBay.
2: Yeah, you're going down a list on eBay and, wow, that looks like my item. Yeah. Ooh, that looks like my item. Wasn't
1: that my coffee table?
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> Coming in at number nine, the box that you put your television in Uh, and marked it TV is now barking. So apparently they've packed the dog up in the box.
2: Oh, that's just all wrong. Yeah. Not my dog. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Coming in at number eight. uh, Number eight here. They keep flicking ashes into grandma's urn. So as they're smoking cigarettes, they're flicking the ashes into grandma's urn.
2: They're smoking on the job. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Coming in at number seven. The moving company assures you that your stuff will get from New York to L.A. before you do, assuming... There's not much traffic in the Panama Canal. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: They'd be taking like the long way around, the long, long, long way around.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Coming in at number six, most moving companies use packing peanuts when they pack and wrap fine china and crystal. Well, they don't use peanuts to pack your fine crystal. They use peanut butter.
2: Oh, gosh. Yeah. At least you were going to say bubble wrap. Bubble wrap would do, yeah. too. The peanut butter?
1: Yeah, peanut butter. <laughs> coming in at number five, the phone number that is on the business card connects you to the Crime Stoppers hotline. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Crime or, Stoppers hotline. Or one
2: hotline. of those um, those numbers in Jamaica or the Philippines.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Coming in at number four. While emove.com's stock might have doubled in value since it went public, mentioning a moving van causes some confusion. Now, that one I don't understand.
2: Wait, did you say emu e-move? emove. Something
20: to e-move.
1: do with? eMove.com stock might have doubled in value since it went public. Mentioning a moving van causes some confusion. I guess it has to do with you move yourself or something like that.
2: Not too sure. Yeah. I I know Limu Emu from the TV commercials. Yeah, the commercials. I don't know if it's the same Limu Emu. The Um, same Emu. That's
1: an insurance commercial, I think. uh, Yeah. Coming in at number three, the first load that the moving company took was your entertainment center, home computer, and jewelry. But the problem is they took that two weeks ago, (laughs) and it's still not there.
2: You don't have it yet.
1: Yeah. Um, coming in at number two, mime movers is a great concept, but those invisible boxes don't seem to work very well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, coming mm-hmm. in at number one, most of your belongings arrive successfully in L.A. Unfortunately. You're moving to Phoenix.
2: <laughs> I would be sending a, a mountain lion after them.
1: Yeah, so there's your uh, top <laughs> ten signs that you uh, picked the wrong yeah. moving company, Bonnie. Yeah. So uh, next time if you move, make sure and get a reputable company.
2: And isn't moving such a pain in the butt?
1: It really is. The
2: last time we moved, um, we moved ourselves. We did it all with a through a U-Haul.
1: That's what we did. Patch. We didn't do a U-Haul, though. I um, It was kind of really strange. Our house was completed before we were scheduled to move in so we started taking things up and we had i had a credit with enterprise yeah so we had a uh, a box van you know um so what we did was we started making trips from lake worth up to the house like piece you know a couple of pieces at a time and we'd get off at um The Becker Road exit, which just opened up on the turnpike
2: recently. Oh, wow. It's a good thing it did.
1: It literally just opened up and we took Becker Road to our home. And Becker Road back in the day when we moved up here 13 years ago was not a divided highway where they had two lanes and two lanes it was just one lane and single, one lane. single single yeah. lanes they hadn't huh. hadn't like, done kind of anything like
2: uh, port st lucie boulevard i guess was back in the early 80s yeah, yeah. just a exactly. two-lane exactly. highway
1: exactly so we started moving things up you know piece by piece and eventually when the movers came they really didn't have a whole heck of a lot to take up so it yeah. saved on my moving bill that's a good is what thing. it did so we utilized yeah. lots of lots of trips back and forth to uh to PSL, but we got that done. I
2: still got to get my SunPass. I didn't do that yesterday, yeah. and I'm going to be traveling the Turnpike soon.
1: There's two different ones you can buy. Okay. There's the um, the one that sticks in your windshield. Um, it's it's about this about this long and about that wide. It has it's got a little two thing little, on it little suction where they, cups.
2: They just uh, take a picture of it every time you drive. Yeah, through there's and a uh, they there's a it.
1: there's a barcode. Okay. In it and it reads and it's uh, i think it's $25 that
2: sounds convenient yeah
1: and then they have another one and the the one that i'm talking about you can move from car to car you can move it from vehicle oh, yeah. to vehicle okay. as long as you register the vehicles yeah. in your SunPass account now the other one is a little less expensive i think it's 10 or 15 bucks and it's a SunPass sticker mm-hmm. is what it is same concept has a barcode but you cannot remove this sticker from the windshield. It's like a one-vehicle-only deal.
2: Now, I heard that, say, I pay $0.90 cents to go from Port St. Lucie to Palm City,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, Port St. Lucie 143 exit to maybe what would be the Stewart exit, Palm City. Mm-hmm. I pay $0.90 cents one way. Right. I heard that if I buy the SunPass, it expensive. goes down to $0.60
1: Yes, way. Yes, it, it, is, way. it is, is. Anybody that has a SunPass pays a less expensive toll. Now, you have to, when you get your SunPass, you have to go on to sunpass.com. Okay. You create an account. You'll put the number in there of your SunPass transponder. Put your, make of your vehicle, your license plate number and everything. And then you have to uh, do an initial... Uh, purchase of twenty five dollars.
2: So I got to put banking information. Yes, you have
1: to put banking. That's how you fund it.
2: See, no, I don't like that.
1: That's how you. That's how you fund Mm. your SunPass.
2: You can't call um DOT and say give them your number over the phone and does
1: not work like that. I do not like putting my numbers online. And I know how you are about things like that. So it it starts off with a twenty five dollar balance, and then you set it. Our ours is set to where. If my balance goes below $10, it will automatically do what's called a replenishment uh-huh. of $10 on <clears throat> the SunPass account.
2: So it means you never run out.
1: You, you never ever run out. Worry. It automatically replenishes, and you can set it to replenish for $20, whatever your dollar amount. But it, if it goes under 10 mm-hmm. it will automatically do a replenishment, and you never really have to do nothing at all after you can set you it up do
2: it if it goes under five can you set it up that way i'm not I, I'll sure i'll be good with five
1: i'm not up. i'm not sure i'm not sure yeah. if it does i think the minimum is 10 all right i would have to go in and, and log into my SunPass account and, and find out all right. but i can let you know though
2: maybe this will be a good thing i yeah. mean i i don't mind i haven't mind paying to to mm-hmm. people that are actually at the booth yeah. um
1: you, you know, save know a couple of, of bucks.
2: There's no more jobs at those toll booths, yeah. so I don't know if that is a good thing. Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, you save a couple of bucks. Yeah. I know that uh, SunPass is the cheapest way, then the uh, the ticket system, which what you did uh, when people were at the booth, you get a ticket when you come on, and then when you exit, you pay at the booth. That's the second um, less expensive, and then the third less expensive, which is the most expensive, is the uh, the pay by uh, toll by plate. Mm-hmm. is where they, they uh, take a picture of your license plate, and they send you the bill in the mail.
2: You can go to over to Publix and get one. Yeah, you uh, just go to Publix yep. and get one. Yep. So,
1: you know, whatever you wish, you know, whatever flavor, vanilla, chocolate, or strawberry. Winn-Dixie, Pick too? Well, I, when I don't know if Winn-Dixie carries
2: them. I'm not sure.
1: I don't know, but wherever. Or maybe Walgreens. You can go to the plaza on the Turnpike and get one. Oh, right sure. there, any of those plazas. Right, in fact, uh, if you take Turnpike home, Port St. Lucie, the uh, service plaza where they have the gas and all that, right, right. there. They sell them there. Uh, 6.48, it's our uh, news time. It's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Uh, make sure and visit Hockley. Be a good friend of the show here. And uh, let him know that uh, we sent you over there to uh, get some great deals on precious metals. Here's Bonnie with the headlines.
2: Thanks, Evan. Jury selection is underway in a case surrounding a 2017 SWAT raid on the Treasure Coast that ended with the death of a young woman and a man charged with several counts of attempted murder of a law enforcement officer. WPTV's John Shaman is following the case from the Indian River County Courthouse.
8: uh, Judge Dan Vaughn addressing potential jurors Monday in the case of Andrew Coffey, the fourth. It was back in March of 2017 when a raid was executed at a home off 35th Avenue in Gifford. The sheriff's office maintains after announcing its presence, two SWAT team members began to break a window where Coffey and his girlfriend were sleeping. An arrest affidavit details Coffey fired shots first from inside the bedroom. As he shot no less than four rounds at our deputies, our SWAT team members returned fire in essentially a firefight. Coffee's family disputes who shot first, but in the crossfire, Coffee's girlfriend, 21-year-old Alteria Woods, was killed. She was hit by law enforcement rounds. Those officers cleared of wrongdoing by a grand jury.
6: Y'all kill me, my cousin.
8: The shooting prompted several rallies and calls for the sheriff's office to get body cameras. The agency recently acquired them, and they're now in regular use.
9: The count also alleges attempted first-degree
8: murder. Earlier this year, Judge Vaughn denied a request from Coffey's defense team that he was eligible for immunity under the state's Stand Your Ground law. Jury selection will continue tomorrow. The trial is scheduled to last about two weeks. In Indian River County, John Sheenman, WPTV, News Channel 5.
2: The city of Fort Pierce is working to revamp its downtown parking plan, preparing for the growing demand that comes with planned developments in the downtown area. WPTV's Megan McRoberts has details.
22: So you can see here on a Monday night in downtown Fort Pierce, you'd have no trouble getting a parking spot right in front of your favorite shop or restaurant, but on the weekends, it's a much different story, and city leaders know it's only slated to get busier. Friday nights are perfect for easy dining in downtown Fort Pierce with a small crowd and ample parking, which is a big change from the weekend.
21: I've watched it grow.
22: <laughs> Pickle general manager Austin Fletcher already sees more people flocking to downtown Fort Pierce. Even in just the year they've been open. And weekend parking has been a struggle for customers. He sees them often get dropped off while someone else hunts for a spot.
23: I've had people sit you know,
24: 30 minutes waiting on their husband to get a parking spot.
22: Or Fletcher says they get tickets for parking too long in the two-hour spots.
24: How do we implement a system of parking it just doesn't make people frustrated.
22: Commissioner Jeremiah Johnson says the city knows it has a parking problem, slated to get even more limited with growth that's planned, like the large dining, shopping, and hotel project at King's Landing, and the Fisherman's Wharf project near the port.
24: What's happening is that with King's Landing, we're seeing this surge of energy.
22: The city is gathering feedback from consultants. Business owners are already chiming in.
24: I need more changeover in front of my store. I need my restaurant to over seats.
22: Johnson says the city will look at how to optimize the combo of free and paid parking, whether time limits should be implemented in strategic locations. Johnson would also support another parking garage.
13: Uh, I think if they can develop some
24: way to put another parking structure in, yeah.
22: The city has a survey posted on its website for people to give their thoughts. Johnson expects the city to meet again after the holidays to get more public feedback. And that general manager also said more parking would also help with employee safety, whereas many times they park further away from their stores to leave more room for customers. But that leaves them walking further to get back to their cars late at night. Reporting in Fort Pierce, I'm Megan McRoberts. Back to you.
2: The number of COVID-19 hospitalizations at Cleveland Clinic Hospitals on the Treasure Coast continues a downward trend, dropping to 19 Monday, according to a hospital official. The 19 patients at three of the four Cleveland Clinic hospitals on the Treasure Coast is five fewer than the 24 on November 2nd. The highest number of hospitalizations came August 20, when there were 318 patients requiring hospitalization for COVID-19. In comparison, there were 59 on October 4th and 220 on September 8th. Paulie Stadlmeier Age 57 of Port St. Lucie will compete on TV's longest-running game show, The Price is Right, that airs on CBS at 11 a.m. November 10. That would be tomorrow morning. This isn't the self-proclaimed game show Fanatic's first appearance, though. Stottlemyre was also on The Price is Right in 1999, she said. I love it. I just love it, said Stottlemyre, a realtor. It wasn't even just that I thought I could be picked it's the fun of going you really become friends with all these other people and it's like a big party game show competitions apparently run in the stottlemeyer family stottlemeyer's husband alan also competed on the prices right in 2016 she said he made it all the way to the final showcase winning over $55,000 and a new bmw automobile After six months on the International Space Station, four astronauts are back home. The SpaceX Crew-2 dragging Endeavour splashing down in the Gulf off Pensacola last night.
4: Endeavour, on behalf of SpaceX, welcome home to planet Earth.
25: It's great to be back to
17: planet Earth. Thanks. Uh, It was an honor to represent you and work with us.
6: To our family. Look forward to seeing
2: you soon. The crew three dragon called Endurance is set to launch to the space station tomorrow night from Kennedy Space Center. And lastly, an 83-year-old man from Alabama named MJ Eberhart just became the oldest person to hike the entire Appalachian Trail, all 2193 miles of it. In the hiking community, he goes by the nickname Nimble Will Nomad. <music> The Las Vegas Raiders have waived second-year cornerback Damon Arnett a first-round pick in 2020 after video surfaced this weekend of Arnett making death threats while brandishing firearms. Arnett, age 25, had been on injured reserve since October 9th. He is also facing lawsuits stemming from a Las Vegas car accident last October. Our news time is 6.54. We'll have weather and traffic together next.
16: businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a
6: call to set up an appointment at 220-3380.
2: 6.55
1: right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie, what's going on outside?
2: On our highways, we are looking fine right now. We're not finding any traffic accidents, no kind of slowdowns what we're seeing on this Tuesday morning. It's looking like a good ride if you're heading out. And that's your latest look at traffic. On a chilly note, though, it's 56 in Port St. Lucie. You might want to bundle up a little bit in Salento, Colombia. It's 59. Here's our forecast at WPTV.
14: Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for another chilly start to the day with temperatures in the mid to upper 50s. This afternoon, another pleasant day on tap. Highs reaching the upper 70s to low 80s. Partly sunny skies, low rain chances, and low humidity. Tomorrow, morning lows in the low to mid-60s and highs in the low 80s with a 30% chance for some passing showers. Thursday and Friday, our next cold front approaches. Scattered showers and storms possible with highs in the low 80s. Saturday, some lingering showers to start, then drying out throughout the day. Highs in the low 80s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTU AM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station.
26: Reliable roofing company to install your new roof. Brilliant Roofing has an A rating with the Better Business Bureau. We've been in business for over 15 years and we're local to the Treasure Coast. We are quick, on time, and never leave your place a mess. All materials we use are top quality and made in the USA. We are trained, certified experts. Give Brilliant Roofing a call today for a free estimate. 772 485 0260. That's 772 485 0260.
0: Hey parents, keep your children active this season by training with the pros. The Miami Dolphins are hosting the Junior Dolphins football and dance clinics presented by FAIR throughout Miami-Dade with winter clinics starting November 26th and December 20th. Football clinics are taught by Junior Dolphins coaches and dance classes are led by the Miami Dolphins cheerleaders. These half-day sessions are available for boys and girls ages 4 to 14. Space is limited. Visit JuniorDolphins.com slash camps to secure your spot today. You are
27: listening to WSTU, Stewart, Jupiter, and Indian Town, Martin County's Heritage Station. Two
17: hundred and fifty million. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. That's how many COVID cases there have been confirmed since the pandemic hit worldwide. 46 million of them here in the U.S. where we had the most reported infections yesterday in a month, 125,000. A new poll shows a lot of Americans believe... A lot of things about COVID. Fox's Tonya J. Powers has this live.
20: Dave, a new study from the Kaiser Family Foundation found that 78% of adults in the U.S. believe at least one of eight false COVID statements. It also found that 64% of the unvaccinated adults believe half of the false statements, with about half the Republicans who were repo- who were polled responding the same way. The most common false statement: that the government is exaggerating the number of COVID deaths. Four in ten said they heard pregnant women should not get the vaccine and slightly less than that say they've heard the vaccine can cause infertility. The CDC recommends the COVID vaccine for those who are pregnant and that there is no evidence that any vaccines cause fertility problems in men or women. Dave.
17: Sunday, the Biden administration is trying to revive its COVID vaccine mandate on workers at private companies with at least 100 employees, blocked by a federal judge, White House spokeswoman, Karine Jean-Pierre.
20: In order to get this pandemic behind us, we, get, we need to get more people vaccinated. And this is a way uh, to do that. And we see vaccination requirements work.
17: The Justice Department, in a response to lawsuits, say concerns about the mandate do not outweigh the interest in protecting employees from a dangerous virus. The lawsuits are filing up in Houston days after the Astro World Music Festival chaos that left eight people dead. Hundreds injured. At least 36 suits are planned by victims' families.
15: Among those is the grandfather of a nine-year-old boy who is fighting for his life this morning in the hospital. The boy suffering from major organ damage and brain swelling after he and his father got caught up in the crowd.
17: Fox's Jackie Abanez. America's listening to Fox News.
28: Dell Technologies' biggest business sale of the year has arrived. Step up your vision. With top tech up to 45% off during their Early Access Black Friday event, Dell Technologies recommends Windows 11 Pro for business. Plus, get incredible savings on Windows 11 PCs, along with servers, monitors, and docks, all with free shipping. There's also special financing with Dell Business Credit. Get started by contacting your Dell Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL.
27: Big news from Simply Safe Home Security. Okay, okay. Actually, I think the horns are too much. Yeah, that's better. Big news. The new wireless outdoor security camera is here. Yes, Simply Safe's award-winning home security just got even better, taking whole home protection to a whole new level. Okay, I'm I'm missing the horns. Simpli safe is celebrating this new camera by offering free shipping for a limited time visit simplysafe.com today
17: we haven't seen this very often in the past month plus the price of gas went down. A fraction today, though AAA's national average for regular remains around 3.42 a gallon, 15 cents higher than a month ago, a buck 30 more than a year ago. There's concern about what could happen to gas and heating fuel costs if a pipeline is shut down in Michigan.
18: The Biden administration has
20: said that it's going to wait on a full environmental review before it makes any decisions on this Line 5 pipeline. It was back in June when the Army Corps of Engineers announced that it was beginning its own survey and an impact statement of the pipeline running from Canada through Michigan. Environmentalists and indigenous groups continue to call for its closure to prevent any potential spills near the Great Lakes.
17: Fox's Alex Hogan on Wall Street. Stock futures are mixed, coming off another record day for the Dow and the NASDAQ, which has hit eight straight all-time highs. The Las Vegas Raiders have cut another player who had been a first-round draft pick. Damon Arnett, over a social media video showing Arnett with a gun threatening to kill someone. Arnett's also facing a lawsuit alleging a hit-and-run crash that left a woman injured last year. Last week, the Raiders released Henry Ruggs for a car crash that left a woman dead and Ruggs facing DUI and reckless driving charges. On Monday Night Football, the Chicago Bears' second-half surge falls short. them away!
6: <laughs> it's the...
8: Steve Levy on ESPN. Cairo Santos' 65-yard field goal attempt as time expires. Hits off the crossbar. The Pittsburgh Steelers survive a scare from the Bears 29-27. The Bears took the lead on a Justin Fields to Darnell Mooney TD after the two-minute warning. But Pittsburgh driving downfield with Chris Boswell hitting a go-ahead 40-yard field goal. That would be the eventual game winner. Pat Fryermuth with two TD receptions and the Steelers win their fourth straight.
17: Matt Fontano, Fox News. And I'm Dave Anthony. Fox News.
15: Tim Mullin at Commercial Mortgage has been providing debt restructuring services since 2003. Tim never charges a front fee and all consultations are free. Tim only gets paid if he provides you a debt workout. Looking for a debt solution or financing? Give Tim a call at 772-872-6099 or visit commercialmortgagellc.com to schedule your free consultation.
13: Hi, this is Denny Artachi, your host. When is the last time you did a checkup for your retirement plans? Are you getting enough income? How about minimizing taxes, and what's the plan in case you get sick? When is the last time you looked at your life insurance? You might be able to get better coverage with more benefits. So give me a call, 561-537-5897. That's 561-537-5897. Advisory services offered the Blackbridge Asset Management, a registered investment advisor. securities offered through Beatbridge Brokerage Services, LLC. Blackbridge Asset Management is a separate and independent entity from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC member FINRA, SIPC.
15: The women's basketball team will continue the Indian River State College tradition of champions as we head into the 2021-2022 season. Hi, I'm Marianne Loxon, a 5'5 point guard for your Pioneers. We play in 18 non-conference games before beginning our Southern Conference play in January. My teammates and I excel both on the court and in the classroom as we continue the tradition of champions here at IRSC. Go River!
18: here are your hosts,
0: Evan and Bonnie.
1: Thank you very much, Madam Announcer. It is November the 9th, 2021. It is Tuesday. What day of the week is it? I just said it is Tuesday.
20: Is that a gun in your pocket or are you just glad to see me?
1: Well, I'm glad to see it, but it's not a gun. I don't have it with me today.
21: When does the show start?
1: The show started an hour ago. What planet are you living on? It is 7.07, Mr. Clock. Would you do the honors, please?
4: It's now 7.07 a.m.
1: 7.07 a.m. And, Bonnie, we are in hour number two. We are off at warp speed. And, of course, we have those Stuart Airshow tickets we'll be giving away towards the tail end of hour number three today.
2: Yes, we do. And uh, we'll just kind of give them away, of course, with a little bit of trivia uh, that will be happening a little later on. Yep, I but guess. we're
1: not going to give away the trivia question.
2: If you were listening late in our 8 o'clock hour show yesterday, you would have heard the answer to the question. Yes,
1: for shizzle, as they say. And the
2: question entail. Yes. and we'll Well, let's just put it this way. We're getting geared up for
1: the question. All right. Sounds great. Let's do some birthdays and anniversaries. Well, the radio. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. All of today's date is your date. On November the 9th, 2021, and you're celebrating a birthday or an anniversary, we say happy birthday and happy anniversary to you. Bonnie, what do you got for me?
2: Happy birthday to someone famous in the heavens today, uh, the late Benny Mardonis.
1: Oh, my gosh. Into the night.
2: Yes. um, Wow. He would have been 75 today. He died a couple of years ago at age 73. Uh, From complications of Parkinson's disease, actually.
1: Oh, my gosh. He had
2: been, uh, you know, dealing and and suffering from that for a while. All right. But, uh, yeah, Benny up in the heavens. Happy birthday to you, man.
1: All right. I uh, have an anniversary, and I have to wish uh, some good friends of mine. I don't know his wife all that well, but I know him very well. His name is Chad Durek, and his lovely wife, Jennifer, they're celebrating their second-year wedding anniversary Chad's a great guy. He's a baseball coach at a local high school, and he also heads up this uh, softball tournament that he does almost every single year, but because of COVID, we didn't have it at the stadium. But he's just an all-around super guy, so I want to wish happy anniversary to Jennifer and Chad, two years going strong.
2: Lovely uh, second anniversary for them. Um, Yes. Happy anniversary to the young, lovely couple then.
1: Definitely so. Uh, and with that said, I had to record that for them because I'm going to yeah. post it on their Facebook page. You saw what <laughs> I was doing. Yep, yep.
2: Yes, I did. <laughs> That's very cool.
1: Nikki Blonsky, <laughs> 33 years old today. That's Tracy Turnblad in the 2007 version of Hairspray. Uh, French Montana. That's a weird name.
2: Now, why should I know this person? Um, I've, I've heard French this French Montana name is just before. a nasty rapper. Oh, it's a rapper? Yeah. I was going to think it maybe was like a porn star
1: or... <sighs> you know you know I mean, you know
2: i i've heard the name but you know i i didn't know but i guess i do know now
1: yeah um <laughs> <laughs> uh chris lane 37 years old today that's country singer uh did the song fix and take uh take back Home Girl." vanessa manilio is 41 that's the former mtv vj Cisco yeah, is yeah. 43. She's
2: married to Nick Shea. Okay. And uh, they were, I think they performed together on uh, Dancing with the Stars and Vanessa and MTV Video,
1: mm-hmm.
2: Video VJ.
1: Yeah. She is. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. Cisco, Remember Cisco Did that song, the thong song? Cisco thong, 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 thong. No, just Cisco was his rap song.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I do remember that now.
1: Mm-hmm. Nicholas Shea. 48 years old today.
2: And we just mentioned his uh, wife. Uh, They celebrate celebrate birthdays on the same day. Yeah. Nick and uh, Vanessa, Mm -hmm. right?
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Eric Dane is 49. That's Admiral Tom Chandler on TNT's The Last Ship. Uh, Superstar Chris Jericho, former WWE superstar, the lead singer of the band Fozzy, and now he's in AEW.
2: Wait, how old is Eric? You mentioned Eric Dane Dane. before that. How old is he?
1: 49 years old.
2: And McSteamy. He played McSteamy, I believe, from uh, Grey's Anatomy, Uh if anybody wants to put a face to his Shining 49.
1: Yep, Shining. I like the way you just did that.
2: (laughs) He does look good.
1: Shining 49. Shine the light and be 49, without a doubt. Uh, Let's see here. What else? Uh, Lou Ferrigno, the Incredible Hulk. Wow. Wow. There you go. There's one for you. Yeah. Take a guess how old he is.
2: I'm going to say Lou at 54 today.
1: How about 70 years old? No way. Yes.
2: Oh, my gosh. Because I saw him in the movie, and I saw him in a great movie called I Love You, Man. Mm-hmm. It's a comedy and he doesn't look a day older than uh, like 54, or 55, mm-hmm. I swear. Yep. And, you know, it's funny you bring him up because I was just talking to a gentleman at the corner store last night in Fort St. Lucie. Mm-hmm. He had Rush on in the store. He was playing Rush. Oh, my
1: gosh. I only know one song by Rush. Really? And it's called Tom Thumb. Tom Sawyer? Oh, Tom Sawyer. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. What right. am I thinking? I, uh, You know, I'm glad you corrected me because I'm not like, the, I'm not the rock guy. You're the rock girl. I'm not the rock guy. i
2: just like, I've been a fan of Rush for like so long. Yeah. And the reason you should watch the movie I Love You Man, mm-hmm. Lou Ferrigno is in the movie. He plays a pretty good prominent part. And also, it's based on fans of Rush Mm -hmm. out in California, Mm -hmm. of course, Rush being from Canada. Right. But these are uh, California boys that just love Rush. Yeah. And throughout, it's just like a really funny, it's a good comedy Mm -hmm. if you want to get good laughs. Mm -hmm. I love you, man. Gotcha. Rent it tonight.
1: Uh, Today is, uh, we've got a couple of national days we're celebrating today. It's National Go to an Art Museum today. So make sure and uh, get yourself out there and go visit your local art museum. Is there an art museum anywhere nearby here that you know of?
2: Um, not that I know of. I no. Think I heard in the past there was like a good one out in the Tampa Bay area, mm. like over there. Okay. Um, the last really good art museum I was at was in Toledo, Ohio. Toledo. They had a like they have this huge art museum there, and they have like I swear it's like four or five floors. Okay. Of Artwork, and it goes by uh, century, mm-hmm. so you can go from this century art to that century art to that century, In you, know, can, you can get, like, the really old stuff, the really mm-hmm. cool stuff, and you can go to modern day, of course. They have different floors with, like, different themes, mm. and it was, like, um, the coolest uh, arts, art uh, museum that I've ever been to. hmm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The one in Toledo.
1: Very nice. If you have the munchies today, it's National Fried Chicken Sandwich Day. Yeah. Yeah. National Fried Chicken Sandwich Day.
2: You know who has a really good sandwich, or is a, like if you like spice, spicy, is that a spicy KFC one? I bought that for Gary last week, mm-hmm. and he said that was like the best chicken sandwich by far.
1: Yeah. Okay. Really liked it. They have a great chicken sandwich. I will tell you that much. Yes, they do. Yeah. They do. You know who else has a good chicken sandwich?
2: I'm going to guess. Uh, Popeyes. Chick- Chick-fil-A? Oh, Popeyes. Popeyes. I've Popeyes. heard.
1: Popeyes. Yeah. They yeah. have a good one. Chick-fil-A has another good one.
2: They're all, like, competing with each other yeah, now. Yeah, definitely so. And, you know, I didn't care for the one at McDonald's, though. Their chicken sandwich. Mm. I. Yeah.
1: It's I, also I, National Carl, Carl Sagan Day, whatever the heck that is. Couldn't tell you that. Here's a good one for you. If you got little kids, it's National Chaos Never Dies Day. <laughs> <laughs> Especially
2: yeah. if like if they're like the terrible twosomes or the yes. terrible threesomes.
1: Yes, I, I <laughs> have to give. Things. I have to give a shout out to uh, two people uh, that I know that I'm actually going to be doing their wedding. Oh right. Because he's a. Um, uh, 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 well, I can't. I don't know if I should say what he does for a living on the radio, but uh, Lewis and his lovely future wife Ashley. Super, super – I've known Louis – forever and a day it wow. is my daughter's like literally best friend oh yeah. my daughter's actually going to perform the wedding ceremony is she yeah
2: is she like a ordained minister too
1: um yeah something like that and a notary and all that other good okay. all that other good crap yeah. <laughs> good. <laughs> but yeah so he's got. they got a wedding coming up on uh december the 11th it's going to be a uh, one hell of a shindig that's all i gotta say
2: a nice uh, winter wedding oh yeah yeah
1: yeah let's just say the place is going to be rocking Man. the mansion is never going to be the same and when when that when, when they leave that place.
2: are they taking a walk on the wild side with um something?
1: let's just say the introductions are going to be on the wild side Woo. that's all i'm going to say it's going to be really good that's all that's i gotta say great. it's going to be a good one it's uh national scrapple day national scrapple day couldn't tell you what that's all about. It's breakfast side dish that goes great with ketchup. That's all that I know.
2: Scrapple. I bet it uh, has to do with eggs and things yeah. like bacon and cheese and yeah. onions and everything yeah. kind of mixed in a scrambled egg kind of occasion. Yeah, exactly. I would guess.
1: Exactly. And I got permission, by the way, from, from, from my buddy to say that they are first responders. That's all I'm allowed to say.
2: All right. Can't
1: give it away. Okay. Don't want to give too much away. So
2: they're out helping the people.
6: Yes.
1: Oh, definitely. Very nice. Definitely so. Definitely so. Both first responders.
2: Yeah,
1: um, It's also World Freedom Day. World Freedom Day. So let's celebrate and savor our freedom as a fundamental human right. It's National uh, World Freedom Day. But I think I'm going to take advantage of National Fried Chicken Sandwich Day. <laughs>
2: Whoa,
6: yeah, that's yeah. going
1: to be a good one. I might have to go and do that. That
2: might be on my agenda today, too, to pick a couple of them up.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Take them home.
2: Uh, the KFC ones. Is, Those are great. I'll, I'll be ordered to get the spicy one, too. But that, you know, that spicy one, if you like spicy, I'm not a spicy kind of guy. That was too spicy for me.
1: Not a spicy kind of guy.
2: But those kind of spicy lovers Mm -hmm. just love the sandwich.
1: Now, my oldest son, Darren, he likes that spicy crap. Does he? He (laughs) does. We're going to get him. uh, God, I hope he's not listening. But we found, my wife found on Amazon, I think, on Amazon, they have this rack of, um, like, hot spices and hot sauces. Yeah. So there's, like, the Super Scorcho. And it works its its way down. There's like 15 of them, oh, uh, so I man. think we're gonna get them that for Christmas. Oh,
2: nice, yeah. That's yeah. I guess that's. Do you
1: like spicy stuff? No, no, I'm not. What I, about Gary? I
2: can't do real spicy. A little mm-hmm. bit of spice I like, uh-huh. but if it's super hot, yeah. he he loves anything hot. I yeah. can't
1: deal with spicy stuff because it gives me like heartburn and then the acid reflux kicks in, and then I've got to go buy like a month's supply it's of Rolaids.
2: horrible. Oh, it's worse. Yeah.
1: It's the worst, especially when you get up at like 2 in the morning. Oh, yeah. And you get heartburn.
2: And you can't sleep because of you it. You think the There's, world ended. And then when you have that headache going at the same time, Elka seltzer works for me. Yeah,
1: plop plop fizz fizz. Yeah. Oh, what a relief it is.
2: That works every time. Yeah.
1: But there's nothing worse than when you get heartburn and then you get gas at the same time. <laughs> That's the worst. No. That's the worst because when you
2: start sweating, your brow oh. starts spreading. <laughs> oh, <gosh.
14: laughs> <Are you> sweating. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's the it's the worst. When you get in when you get heartburn and you have bad gas all in one Forget it. There's like no cure. Just go lock yourself in a room
2: yeah.
1: and just wait for just just wait for it to all pass. You gotta
2: hide away for a while. Yeah,
1: you gotta hide away because you don't want to <laughs> be around your spouse when that happens.
2: You don't even want to be around your dog. Your no. dog will get grumpy at you <laughs> that, too.
1: That's that's another thing. When a do- oh, have you ever had a dog before?
2: Yeah. Oh yeah.
6: Okay.
1: Have you ever had a dog that had bad gas? Uh huh. It's the worst. It is when our dog no. Kaya get. get starts doing her little deal, you know, and, and it's silent. It's like, they don't make no noise.
2: Well, it means you got to stop buying them old Roy. Don't be cheap with your dog. Buy them better.
1: No, they have great, they have, (laughs) they they get great stuff. We use high end stuff (laughs) for our dog. Old Roy. (laughs) 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 <laughs> what the heck is old Roy?
11: <laughs> <laughs> because
2: I feel sorry for dog owners that are picking up that old Roy on the shelf, I'm oh. like you're going home, and you're feeding that to your dog
1: yeah well we use you, we you use, gotta feed a
2: Rachel Ray or something
1: no, we use yukonuba Yukanuba.
2: that's a good one,
1: yeah we use Kai's been on Yukanuba for like seven eight years, yeah, um. And it's the we haven't changed the food I at all. I swear
2: that's got to be a good brand. It's it a higher end. Are I, you kidding?
1: Sixty dollars for a bag of dog food?
2: What? How many pounds in that? Thirty. Thirty pound bag. Yeah, thirty yeah.
1: pounds. It's not cheap. No, it's not it's, cheap. That's not. Yeah, try feeding a canine dog. That's even more expensive. <laughs> Because they have special diets.
2: And they, how often does she eat? Does she eat two or? three We feed
1: times? Kaya twice a day.
2: Twice.
6: One yeah. scoop
1: in the morning, one scoop that's in it? the evening. That's it. Gosh, that's all you're she starving eats. that. No, that's all she eats. That's all eat. she'll eat. She's on, she's on a balanced diet, so she maintains her weight and keeps the weight because we were feeding her too much and she was oh. putting on too much weight.
2: Well, when she takes off the pounds, give her so, give the dog some gravy. Mm-hmm. Give it some bread. Give it something no. good that she wants to eat.
1: No, I'm not giving my dog gravy or <laughs> bread or anything like that. Next thing you know, you're going to tell me to feed it a Big Mac or something. Jeez. No, but man, there's nothing worse than a dog with bad gas. That's all
2: i got to say. <laughs> no. It's the worst. I've been there. I've witnessed.
1: Oh, uh, You've done that. You've yeah. got the t-shirt, so you have all the claim to fame for all that.
2: And then the dog acts like you did it
1: yeah ex- exactly it looks it that's funny you say that because kaya's done that before oh my gosh she's, she's like she's like silent done a little silent <laughs> deal and then she'll just pick her head up and she'll look at me like with these eyes like uh hey it wasn't me you did it you know <laughs> <laughs> It is uh, 721 on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news. Let's go to the news desk. And Bonnie is standing by with the morning headlines. Good morning, Bonnie.
2: Good morning, Evan. Governor Ron DeSantis is looking forward to the upcoming special session of the Florida legislature. Lawmakers will work on a response to the Biden administration's vaccine mandate for companies with 100 or more
7: employees. Florida really will be leading. I think that you've seen, I think Montana did this a few months ago, and I think Tennessee recently did something. Uh, Florida's coming in, and and really, this is going to save the day uh, for a lot of workers.
2: If the federal mandate holds up, employees who aren't vaccinated by January 4th will be subject to mask requirements and weekly testing. The city of Fort Pierce is working to revamp its downtown parking plan, preparing for the growing demand that comes with planned developments in the downtown area. WPTV's Megan McRoberts with details.
22: You can see here on a Monday night in downtown Fort Pierce, you'd have no trouble getting a parking spot right in front of your favorite shop or restaurant, but on the weekends, it's a much different story, and city leaders know it's only slated to get busier. Monday nights are perfect for easy dining in downtown Fort Pierce with a small crowd and ample parking, which is a big change from the weekend.
21: I've watched it grow.
22: (laughs) Pickle general manager Austin Fletcher already sees more people flocking to downtown Fort Pierce even in just the year they've been open. And weekend parking has been a struggle for customers. He sees them often get dropped off while someone else hunts for a spot.
24: I've had people sit, you know, thirty minutes waiting on their husband to get a parking spot.
22: Or Fletcher says they get tickets for parking too long in the two hour spots.
24: How do we implement a system of parking? That just doesn't make people frustrated.
22: Commissioner Jeremiah Johnson says the city knows it has a parking problem. It's slated to get even more limited with growth that's planned, like the large dining, shopping, and hotel project at King's Landing and the Fisherman's Wharf project near the port.
24: What's happening is that with King's Landing, we're seeing this surge of energy.
22: The city is gathering feedback from consultants. Business owners are already chiming in.
24: I need more changeover in front of my store. I need my restaurant to over seats.
22: Johnson says the city will look at how to optimize the combo of free and paid parking, whether time limits should be implemented in strategic locations. Johnson would also support another parking garage.
21: Uh,
13: I think if they can develop some way to put another parking structure in, yeah.
22: The city has a survey posted on its website for people to give their thoughts. Johnson expects the city to meet again after the holidays to get more public feedback. And that general manager also said more parking would also help with employee safety, whereas many times they park further away from their stores to leave more room for customers. But that leaves them walking further to get back to their cars late at night. Reporting in Fort Pierce, I'm Megan McRoberts. Back to you. An investigation
2: is underway in South Florida after a Brightline train hit a vehicle on the first day of resuming service. Officials say the train carrying the company's president struck a car in Pompano Beach. A 71-year-old woman and her one-year-old grandchild were in the car. Their injuries are non-life-threatening. Thousands are demanding an investigation be launched into alleged incompetence by the Northport Police Department in its handling of the Brian Laundry case. A Change.org petition has received more than 3,600 signatures. Many people talk a lot about Florida's tourism, but what really lures people to the Sunshine State? Florida's film and production industry. WPTV's Arthur Mondale with more.
29: I mean, it puts Florida on, on the map. Horses and U.S. polo ASN models on the sand isn't something you see every day in Riviera Beach.
19: Day is
7: beautiful, water's nice, the horses are happy, and so
29: are we. But when you're Alan Ramos, location manager for MS4 Productions... Talk with me, your smile. Florida offers a great backdrop no matter where you are.
7: Maybe
17: somewhere in the range of 150 to 200 a year.
11: And this is a global shoot, so this, these assets, this creative, will be all over the world. Our brand is in over 180
5: countries. Well, about 15 years ago, we ranked number three, right behind California and New York.
29: Today, sources like Zipia rank Florida 16th for film producers, and the economic impact for Palm Beach County is hundreds of millions.
5: That's about a $200 million a year industry here in Palm Beach County.
29: Which is why the county's Film and Television Commission are supporters of Florida House Bill 217, an incentive program for the film, television, and digital media industry filed in September.
5: Florida is only one of 17 states in this country that doesn't have one.
29: In the interim, the commission is also accepting submissions for the 27th Annual Palm Beaches Student Showcase of Films, the largest statewide film competition open for currently enrolled high school and college students.
5: And it is our signature education outreach program.
29: Submissions are being accepted until January 22nd. Hillary says the investment boosts Florida tourism and supports a more highly skilled, diversified workforce. 100%
5: of those students who have won or been a finalist in the student showcase of films are still actively involved in the film and television industry. That is extremely promising for us.
29: Young and promising. Arthur Mondell, WPTV News Channel 5.
5: Well, lastly,
2: weekend storms are being blamed for damage found at beaches in Volusia County. Beach Safety Captain Tammy Mulfers reported damage at Daytona Beach, New Smyrna Beach, and Ponce Inlet. She says this is worse than anything she saw during hurricane season. In the NFL, Monday Night Football, we had the Pittsburgh Steelers taking a very close win over the Bears, 29-27. to also in the NFL, if all goes well for Russell Wilson over the next five days, the Seattle Seahawks star quarterback will be back in the starting lineup for Sunday's road game against the Green Bay Packers. Wilson returning to practice Monday, exactly one month after finger surgery, was an accomplishment that Coach Pete Carroll hailed as enormous and miraculous. Newstime at 728. We'll have weather and traffic together next
6: we
1: 729 on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie, how's it looking outside?
2: Well, we're not finding anything happening traffic-wise. It's uh, like a really good thing. Uh, roads are looking clear right here, major highways, everything moving up to speed this morning. And that's your latest look at traffic. Partly cloudy, 62 right now in Palm City. It's a chilly 46 in Youngstown, Ohio. Here's more on our weather at
14: WPTV. Your WPTV First Alert forecast calls for another chilly start to the day with temperatures in the mid to upper 50s. This afternoon, another pleasant day on tap. Highs reaching the upper 70s to low 80s. Partly sunny skies, low rain chances, and low humidity. Tomorrow, morning lows in the low to mid-60s and highs in the low 80s with a 30% chance for some passing showers. Thursday and Friday, our next cold front approaches. Scattered showers and storms possible with highs in the low 80s. Saturday, some lingering showers to start, then drying out throughout the day. Highs in the low 80s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station.
18: For more than
14: 30 years, European Kitchen and Bath has been providing the highest quality kitchen and bath products to their customers on the Treasure Coast. Designer fixtures and quality
18: products at affordable prices. So whatever you need, a new sink and faucet to upgrade your current kitchen or bath, or if you're planning a full 100% makeover, European Kitchen and Bath will help you from start to finish. European Kitchen and Bath, serving the entire Treasure Coast. Visit their website, europeansync.com.
19: The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was
23: perfect. She was floored. And then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry & Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted Best Diamond Dealers, Best Jewelry Buyers, and Best jewelry year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location... At 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last.
9: If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to WSTUMorningShow at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go show. Here's Evan and Bunny.
3: This is not headline news. Foo Fighters are starring in their own horror movie. The plot sees the guys wake up one morning and find themselves in a terrifying alternate universe where they're opening for Machine Gun Kelly. Billy Joel has dropped 50 pounds. And that's great because the weight loss decreases his chance of having a... Kanye West is reportedly dating a 22-year-old model... It may be getting serious because Kanye has already introduced her to one of the voices in his head. (laughs) The price of meat has doubled in the past year. That's not true. I was just at Burger King yesterday, and it was the same. And a study found gazing in the mirror can make you feel better, unless you're seeing yourself snort a big line of blow. This is Not Headline News. From Not Headline
1: News, we go to the stupid stuff.
3: Now it's time for Stupid News.
14: It's so stupid and awesome.
23: Where we ask the important questions. Are some people too stupid to live?
1: Why
9: are people so stupid?
23: All right, so uh,
1: we're going to go to Scotland to start out with Bonnie. Okay, we're going to go across the water. All right. Where there's a gentleman by the name of John Devlin who was on his way home from work recently when he saw a man who was struggling with a bike. Now, he stopped and asked the guy if if he needed help. Something was wrong with the handlebars, so John started working on the bike. That's when he noticed something very strange. There were some stickers on the bike that looked familiar, and then he realized that um, it was his bike.
2: No kidding. Yeah,
1: it was his bike. What
2: are the chances?
1: The guy confronted the other guy, and the thief took off. Now, he was eventually caught in charge with burglary, as well as having a knife without reason, which is apparently a no-no in Scotland. Now, this seems like a crazy coincidence, and it really truly is. But even crazier, John didn't know that his bike had even been stolen. <laughs> Guy didn't even know.
2: He was barely using it. But right.
1: just... He kept it in a shed at his home. Yep. And his wife <laughs> noticed that the lock was broken, but she didn't get a chance to tell him before he found his bike. Oh. <laughs> so there you go.
2: I mean, you know what's really peculiar about this? Um, did it take it he started maneuvering the handlebars and fixing the bike yeah. and then
1: he noticed
2: once you noticed that sticker. it was like your bike right away?
1: I don't know. <laughs> I, I just don't know.
2: Particularly with your your stickers stickers on it. I I would seriously know that that's my bike.
1: Couldn't tell you. Let's go to India, where an Indian man was found guilty of murdering his wife by renting a cobra to bite her and make it look like an accident so he could take her jewelry and marry another woman.
2: Oh, my gosh. A a, a cobra that is... Like a a snake. A a, a poisonous, venomous kind of cobra.
1: It's been what is described as a modern murder mystery. A young man from the Coleman district... Of the Indian state of Kerala was convicted of arranging and carrying out his wife's murder with the help of a venomous snake. Wow. The heinous crime took place last year, but investigators needed over a year to collect the necessary evidence to charge the husband. In fact, the 32-year-old man might have gotten away with murder if not for his wife's parents who suspected foul play and filed a complaint against him.
2: Yeah, let's uh, just place this snake here, pretend it's just my pet snake.
1: Yeah, it's just kind of slither- slithered in the front door.
2: And secretly uh, wanting, intending the snake to bite
1: you yeah.
2: and get rid of you. Yes. That guy's a snake in the grass.
1: Yeah, he's a snake if I ever heard of one. Yes. It's a snake. Ugh. Cold-hearted snake. Uh, from India, we go to South Carolina, where a teacher was recently arrested for allegedly having marijuana edibles in a box of in a box full of sweets used <laughs> to reward students.
2: <laughs> to reward yeah. the students? Marijuana oh,
1: edibles and a box full of sweets to reward students.
2: I thought they would be little edibles of her own just to sneak from underneath and have a nibble once well, in a while. Her name was is giving it away?
1: Yes, giving it away. Her yeah. name is Victoria Ferris Weiss of Lexington County. She turned herself into authorities last week on Friday after a warrant was issued for her arrest. The 27-year-old teacher has been charged with possession of a schedule one drug after Lexington County police received word last month that a student of the Rocky Creek elementary school in South Carolina reportedly picked a bag of edibles out of the box. Officers executed a search warrant of Weiss's house the following day and found a pack of edibles similar to those that said to have been picked up by the student in the classroom. She was arrested and charged.
2: So what did she drop the edible and a student picked it up or did she no. intentionally she give, put them in the box give out an edible
1: she, to the student she apparently I don't know what exactly happened. All I know is that the edibles were in the box oh. of sweets that she gives out to the kids as a reward mm. so either she didn't realize she put them in there yeah,
2: She might have got them mixed up
1: or she did it purposely. don't know oh, but anyway, well. she was arrested. Yeah, she was arrested. I'll have to talk to Major Boot and Seek about that one from the Martin County Sheriff's Office when he calls a little later on this morning. Yeah. I'll have to read him that story. Well, m- remind me to mention that to him. I will. That's definitely, we'll have to get his opinion. Right. I'm sure he'll chuckle on that one. I know. A uh, guy by the name of Candy Franklin went to a Waffle House. A in, man
2: named Candy?
1: Yes, a man I, named Candy I've Franklin. i never heard of that. Well, neither have I. Maybe he's just a sweet guy. <laughs>
2: We can only hope so with a name like Candy. <laughs>
1: yes, a guy by the name of Candy Franklin went to a Waffle House in downtown Atlanta this past Wednesday. Now, it's not clear if he'd been drinking or not, but it was about 1 o'clock in the morning. So right when all the drunk people come in uh, is when that happened. Anyway, his order included some eggs and cheese, but they forgot But they forgot The syrup? Them. But um, did they forget? <laughs> they, they, wait a minute. Anyway, his order included some eggs with cheese, but they forgot to put the eggs. They just gave him cheese. Oh. So no. he complained. Oh, yeah. Then when <laughs> they did finally bring the eggs, uh, they didn't have any cheese oh, when right. they redid the order. So he complained again. Uh-huh. And think- he eventually did get the cheesy eggs that he ordered. But then while he was checking to make sure they were right, he saw people running out of the restaurant, and when he looked up, the waitress had a gun.
2: Whoa, uh, the waitress?
1: The waitress pulled a gun out. What Because she was ticked off at him. Her name is Angelic Peterson. <laughs> he says that she pointed the gun directly at him and threatened to shoot him if he complained one more time about his food. whoa. So he decided to call her bluff.
2: What kind of a backwoods state were they
1: in? (laughs) He decided to call her bluff. He told her there was no way she'd shoot him over some eggs. But (laughs) she cocked the gun. And he realized that uh, she might actually do it. So he took off running. In the end... She didn't fire any shots, and nobody got hurt. But, she
2: needs to take a chill pill.
1: Yeah, she's facing aggravated assault charges.
2: I mean, he had every right to, um, you know, have those eggs taken back. They weren't right once. They weren't right twice.
1: Well, she didn't even see that that way. That was in Atlanta, Georgia, by the way. You were asking where wow. that was. Yeah, only in Hotlanta things like that happen. Yeah. That's
2: the craziest. Interest.
1: With a guy named Candy.
2: It's scary to think that, you know, you go into restaurants and the waitresses. Yeah. Even carrying the firearm.
1: The problem I have with this story is the guy's name is Candy.
2: With 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 a K or with a C? With a C. C. With a C. With a C. Yeah.
1: That's the problem I have but with, as, with this story.
2: But I don't now if uh, I think as a woman, my sister's name, my sister-in-law's name is Candy, but we mm-hmm. call her Candice.
1: Yeah. Well, the waitress's name was Angelic. That's a whole other issue right there.
2: Angelic. That's
6: Angelic pretty, and though.
1: Candy battled it out. <laughs> yep. Anyway, uh, a 27 year old named Lacey Youth got arrested last Friday after she streaked across the field at an eighth grade football practice.
2: What in the world?
1: Yes. It happened in Jefferson.
2: Like a mom? Is she a streaking mom?
1: Don't know. Don't know yet. It happened in Jefferson City, Missouri. Now, this lady ran onto the field wearing only a scarf and the 29 grade boys were there practicing when this all happened. It turned out she lives nearby and didn't actually intend to streak. She told the police she was at home doing drugs when she got paranoid and thought she was going to die and ran outside naked to find help. She told them she ingested heroin. So they took her to the hospital to get checked out, and then took her to jail. She's facing felony charges for sexual misconduct involving children. Yee. Yee. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. You would never see that here on the Treasure Coast. A woman streaking across a middle school football field.
2: You just never know what goes on, though, when one is under that substance, Yeah. though, right? You, you know what I would like to see her do? I would like to see her um, turn that all around, get rid of the substance abuse, yeah. get into shape, and see her running with clothes around the track someday. I thought
1: you were going to say uh, be a cheerleader or something. <laughs> uh, earlier this month, a woman in northern Michigan was watching TV in her living room when a burglar walked directly into her room. Now, she screamed and her husband chased the guy off. But the police tracked the guy down nearby. His name is Kevin Ty, and he's 43 years old. He was in his parents' backyard when they found him. But when a police officer tried to talk to him, he ran off into the woods. Now, it was dark out, so he got away. They even brought in the canine unit, but... The canine couldn't help, couldn't find him either. But it turned out they didn't need to at all because Kevin ended up getting lost in the woods and had to call 911 from his cell phone for somebody to come and save him.
2: And there's some big woods, too, up in northern Michigan. I've been out in those woods.
1: They figured out where he was by the GPS on his phone. And um, as they were approaching, he flagged the police down when he saw them coming. And now he's facing charges for breaking and entering and resisting arrest
2: yeah it's a good thing he had his phone it's it's getting a little bit cold up north too
1: yeah you wouldn't want to be in the woods naked uh, oh. just wouldn't wouldn't be right.
2: or even lost in that kind of woods i'm still oh, lost on
1: uh, that story with the guy by the name of candy going to the <laughs> waffle house yeah jeez what was that? What the heck was that guy thinking? <laughs> I don't know. He's missing a chicken nugget yeah. in his Happy Meal or something. I don't
2: something. know, but the, those waffles and those pancakes that they've been advertising mm-hmm. lately for the holidays—man, mm-hmm. those—they've been looking good. Kind of. Some of those advertisements make me want to have some pancakes. Gotcha.
1: Good morning. You're on the radio. Uh, we have to get to news here, but we'll take a call real quick. Yeah. Hello.
28: Well, want well, say happy birthday to my mom?
1: She's 91 today. We're here in uh, Smoky Mountains. Oh, wow. wow, George. Wow, happy birthday yeah. to Mama Mama Warren. Wow. Yes. Wow, 91.
2: Didn't she go yes. to Disney World with you like just last year too, George?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, well, put, uh, put Mama Warren gonna... on the phone. Jeez. Uh, hold on, I want to okay. have the hold band on. play a song <laughs> for her. Uh, hold on. Hold All on. right. It's All right. No, here. here we go. Getting all the hello. ambience. Well, hello there, Mrs. Warren.
6: How,
1: How are you? you? How are you? Okay. Well, happy birthday to you. 91 never looked that good. You look great. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you do. I, I've never seen you look more more young. My gosh, you look beautiful this morning.
14: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Where are you going for your
2: birthday this year? What are you doing? What are we doing?
1: Uh, we're going to... Uh, She's going to jump go out of a plane to go and parachute. Yeah. the All mountain, the mountains? All right. we're the
14: mountains. We're it... Yeah, that's what we
1: All right.
2: Well, very
27: yeah. good.
1: Well, you enjoy your 91st birthday, Mrs. W. Thank you.
2: <laughs> Thank you. All righty. <laughs> All
1: right. Put your son back on.
2: Oh, okay. She sounds right. really young, too, she doesn't
1: does. she? She doesn't look the- a lot. She don't look a lick over, like, 65. Honestly. All right, G.
10: doing good. Doing all, right, good. all right, man. We got to go. We got to get to news, buddy.
1: Right. Have a great day, and happy birthday to Mama Warren.
10: All right. Thanks a lot, guys. All
1: right. Take Talk care. All right. Bye-bye. Wow, 91. Man, that's terrific! That's a great age to live to.
2: And heading up to the mountains I know, today.
1: To enjoy.
2: I wonder if it's going to be the mountains of Bush, and maybe she'll have a brew.
1: She'll have a cold brewski. <laughs> yes. Who knows? Anything's possible. 7.47 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan Abani. It's time for news brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Stop in and say hello to Hawk Levy. Here is Bonnie with the morning headlines. Good morning, Bonnie.
2: Good morning to you once again. Governor Ron DeSantis is getting ready to seek re-election, filing his paperwork to run yesterday. But what about running for president in 2024?
7: Um, You know, I appreciate people looking at me for different things. But at the end of the day, uh, we've accomplished a lot here, uh, but I've got a lot more to do. And so we're going to have a formal announcement once the full legislative session ends in March, and we'll really start campaigning.
2: The gubernatorial election is one year away. Jury selection is underway in a case surrounding a 2017 SWAT raid on the Treasure Coast that ended with the death of a young woman and a man charged with several counts of attempted murder of a law enforcement officer. WPTV's John Shaman following the case from the Indian River County Courthouse.
8: It's not an proof of guilt. You shouldn't uh, infer guilt from it. Judge Dan Vaughn addressing potential jurors Monday in the case of Andrew Coffey Fourth. One of the it was back in March of 2017 when a raid was executed at a home off 35th Avenue in Gifford. The sheriff's office maintains after announcing its presence, two SWAT team members began to break a window where Coffey and his girlfriend were sleeping. An arrest affidavit details Coffey fired shots first from inside the bedroom.
10: As he shot no less than four rounds at our deputies, our SWAT team members returned fire and essentially a
9: firefight.
8: Coffee's family disputes who shot first, but in the crossfire, Coffee's girlfriend, 21-year-old Alteria Woods, was killed. She was hit by law enforcement rounds. Those officers cleared of wrongdoing by a grand jury. The shooting prompted several rallies and calls for the sheriff's office to get body cameras. The agency recently acquired them, and they're now in regular use. The
9: third count also alleges attempted first-degree murder.
8: Earlier this year, Judge Vaughn denied a request from Coffey's defense team that he was eligible for immunity under the state's Stand Your Ground law. Jury selection will continue tomorrow. The trial is scheduled to last about two weeks. In Indian River County, John Sheenman, WPTV, News Channel 5. Former
2: Florida State star Travis Rudolph was in a Palm Beach County court uh, courtroom on Monday for a stand-your-ground hearing. Rudolph is charged with one count of first-degree murder and three counts of attempted first-degree murder in connection with a Lake Park shooting earlier this year. According to a Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office probable cause affidavit, Rudolph shot two people during an altercation outside a home in the 500 block of North Redwood Drive in April. One of the victims fled after the shooting and was later found fatally wounded in the front passenger seat of a car near 40th Street and Broadway Avenue in West Palm Beach. The driver and backseat passenger were also in the car, but they were uninjured. Another victim was found with gunshot wounds at the shooting scene in Lake Park. Defense attorney Mark Shiner argued Monday before Judge Jeffrey Gillen that the charges should be dismissed under the state's stand-your-ground law, citing self-defense. Rudolph, age 26, sat between his defense attorneys as he listened to testimony from ex-girlfriend Dominique Jones, who said she and Rudolph got into a fight. Hours before the shooting, after she discovered that he cheated on her, the man and three others then drove to Rudolph's home to speak with him, but Rudolph was immediately combative and confrontational, the affidavit said. A star wide receiver at Cardinal Newman High School, Rudolph went on to play at Florida State. The number of COVID-19 hospitalizations at Cleveland Clinic Hospitals on the Treasure Coast continues a downward trend, dropping to 19 on Monday, according to a hospital official. The 19 patients at three of the four Cleveland Clinic Hospitals on the Treasure Coast is five fewer than the 24 on November 2nd. The highest number of hospitalizations came August 20, when there were 318 patients requiring hospitalization for COVID-19. After six months on the International Space Station, four astronauts are back home. The SpaceX Crew-2 Dragon Endeavour splashing down in the Gulf off Pensacola last night.
4: Endeavour, on behalf of SpaceX, welcome home to planet Earth.
17: So it's great to be back to planet Earth. Thanks. Uh, it was an honor to represent you and work with
6: uh, to our family. Look forward to seeing you soon.
2: The Crew-3 Dragon, called Endurance, is set to launch to the space station tomorrow night from Kennedy Space Center. And lastly, in Clearwater, the prosthetic tail dolphin that starred in the Dolphin tail movies may be fighting a gastrointestinal infection, officials said. The Clearwater Marine Aquarium said in a news release on Sunday that staff members noticed on November 1st that winter was not eating and was acting abnormally. Initial blood work showed the possible infection. The aquarium's care team is monitoring the 16-year-old dolphin's condition around the clock. She is in the aquarium's center pool, which does not have public underwater viewing. Boston Celtics guard Jalen Brown will miss the next one to two weeks with a right hamstring strain. Brown is leading the Celtics and scoring with a career high 25.6 points per game. The injury has already forced Brown to miss one game, a buzzer beater loss to the Dallas Mavericks on Saturday. That defeat was Boston's first since holding a players only meeting last week. The Celtics, four and six. Next play, the Raptors, six and five on Wednesday night. News time, 753. We'll have weather and traffic together coming up.
13: Hi, this is Denny Artachi, host of the Today with Denny show, where we talk about financial and healthy well-being from a common sense perspective. This is a show where we cover what's on your mind, like local, world, and entertainment news. So tune in. Have fun. Share your story Thursday mornings from 9 to 10 a.m. on WSTU 1450 a.m. radio.
1: 754 right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie, how's it looking outside?
2: Well, Evan, as I bring up the latest highway traffic report, it looks like things are looking still quite nice. Not seeing any traffic Accidents on our major highways, U.S. 1, everything up to speed right now. There's your latest look at traffic. It's 62 right now in Stewart, partly cloudy in Salvador, Brazil,
14: a balmy 79. Here's our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for another chilly start to the day with temperatures in the mid to upper 50s. This afternoon, another pleasant day on tap. Highs reaching the upper 70s to low 80s. Partly sunny skies, low rain chances, and low humidity. Tomorrow, morning lows in the low to mid 60s and highs in the low 80s with a 30% chance for some passing showers. Thursday and Friday, our next cold front approaches. Scattered showers and storms possible with highs in the low 80s. Saturday, some lingering showers to start, then drying out throughout the day. Highs in the low 80s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTU AM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station. What is your quality of life?
17: The Owen Insurance Group plans on improving it on our Quality of Life radio show Tuesday mornings at 10 on both WPSL and WSTU. Hi, I'm Gary Owen of the Owen Insurance Group, along with Tom Bouvier. We'll help you on the road of life and make it a better one. Don't forget... A Quality of Life Radio Show, Tuesdays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU on TuneIn and Alexa.
26: If you need a new roof, you want a reputable, reliable roofing company to install your new roof. Brilliant Roofing has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. We've been in business for over 15 years and we're local to the Treasure Coast. We are quick, on time, and never leave your place a mess. All materials we use are top quality and made in the USA. We are trained, certified experts. Give Brilliant Roofing a call today for a free estimate. 772-485-0260. That's 772-485-0260.
0: Hey parents, keep your children active this season by training with the pros. The Miami Dolphins are hosting the Junior Dolphins football and dance clinics presented by FAIR throughout Miami-Dade with winter clinics starting November 26th and December 20th. Football clinics are taught by Junior Dolphins coaches and dance classes are led by the Miami Dolphins cheerleaders. These half-day sessions are available for boys and girls ages 4 to 14. Space is limited. Visit JuniorDolphins.com slash camps to secure your spot today.
15: for confidential one-on-one business
18: consulting at no cost, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC at 336-6285, online at irscbiz.com.
21: Today in Ag News, I'm a Southeast AgNet brought to you by Pivot Bio, the only predictable form of nitrogen. Pivot Bio, proven 40. Well, the U.S. House of Representatives did pass H.R. 3684, the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act. It is a bipartisan infrastructure package focused on creating millions of American jobs rebuilding our nation's roads and bridges and combating the climate crisis. And many in agriculture were pleased with passage of the legislation and now look forward to the bill going to the president for his signature. The National Association of State Departments of Agriculture praised passage of the bill. In a release, NASDAQ CEO Ted McKinney said more than 26% of rural Americans lack access to broadband services compared to less than 2% of urban Americans the members also recognize the significant funding needed for improvement of rural roads, highways, waterways, railways, all necessary for the ag community to deliver the commodities and products around the world. The Agriculture Retailers Association also applauded passage of the legislation. ARA President and CEO Darren Kopik said, We're glad the House was finally able to come together and pass this legislation, and we will continue to work to ensure the needs of ag retailers, their former customers, and all of rural America are met. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack said it's a tremendous opportunity to build up rural America with wealth that stays in rural communities. You can read more about this on our website, southeastagnet.com.
26: For generations, we've worked the land. We've faced hardships and uncertainty before. But you can depend on Florida's farmers. We will continue to rise before dawn and harvest our crops, ensuring that Florida-grown fruits and vegetables are in your stores and that your family is fed providers for our families and yours.
21: We're Florida's partners, and we're in this together. Randall Wiseman, Southeast Agnes. You're
18: listening to WSTU, Stewart.
17: People will die if the mandate remains blocked. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. That's what the Justice Department claims responding to a court that halted a looming COVID vaccine mandate on workers in private companies with at least 100 employees. After numerous lawsuits to halt the mandate's implementation, which the White House is defending. The administration clearly has the authority to protect workers, and
20: actions announced by the president are designed to save lives. But
17: one restaurant group CEO is warning this could put people out of business. Except the three dozen lawsuits planned. In Houston over the Astro World Music Festival where eight people died as the crowd rushed the stage. Hundreds were injured, including a nine year old boy hospitalized in a coma. His grandfather
10: Burton Blood says My son couldn't breathe because of all the pressure that was being applied to him.
17: committee investigating the January Capitol riot has issued six more subpoenas. Among those, Democrats want to testify. Former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn and Trump campaign notables William Stepien, Jason Miller, and Angela McCallum. The former president has urged some allies to defy subpoenas, citing executive privilege. Fox's Colonel Scott. Four astronauts are getting used to gravity again. Fox's Evan Brown explains live. Yeah, Dave, a SpaceX capsule brought home four astronauts who spent 200 days aboard the International Space Station. They splashed down in the Gulf of Mexico last night south of Pensacola. The crew needed to wear diapers due to a malfunctioning toilet aboard the capsule. And while one of the giant parachutes opened slowly, the other three did their jobs, providing a safe and soft landing. Another SpaceX Dragon with the toilet problem fixed is due to launch tomorrow, Dave. But an American company that's been around a long time, General Electric, is splitting itself up. GE will be separated into three public companies. America's listening to Fox News.
28: Dell Technologies' biggest business sale of the year has arrived. Step up your vision. With top tech up to 45% off during their early access Black Friday event, Dell Technologies recommends Windows 11 Pro for business. Plus, get incredible savings on Windows 11 PCs, along with servers, monitors, and docks, all with free shipping. There's also special financing with Dell Business Credit. Get started by contacting your Dell Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL
27: hear that that's the sound of a man guarding his home around the clock because he has 24-7 professional monitoring from simply safe home security with 24-7 professional monitoring simply safe keeps watch night and day if there's trouble simply safe alerts him and will dispatch emergency help when needed Protect your home and your sleep. Take 30% off a new system at SimplySafe.com
17: today. The Supreme Court hears a life and death case today involving religious liberty.
20: Lawyers for death row inmate John Henry Ramirez are arguing before the Supreme Court that their client's pastor should be allowed to lay hands on him and pray as he is being executed. Ramirez is on death row for stabbing a man to death in 2004 during a convenience store robbery in Corpus Christi, Texas. At issue are the religious accommodations available to inmates at the time that the state puts them to death. The state of Texas says the pastor can be there, but only if he's quiet and doesn't touch Ramirez. The execution has already been delayed once when the Supreme Court halted it on September 8th as Ramirez waited in a holding room next to the death chamber. Tanya J. Powers, Fox
17: News. Actor Alec Baldwin, who accidentally shot someone during a movie shoot in New Mexico, is speaking out again on social media.
8: And he wants police to be on set to monitor weapons.
18: He wrote, every film TV set that uses guns, fake or otherwise, should have a police officer on set, hired by the production to specifically monitor weapon safety. The actor was holding the gun that housed the live round that killed cinematographer Helena Hutchins and injured director Joel Souza. Baldwin was also a producer on Rust. The film is now at the center of a debate on whether real guns should be used on film sets any longer or if they should just add it in post-production. Michelle Polino,
6: Fox
17: News. On Wall Street, stock futures are mixed the day after the Dow. The NASDAQ hit record highs again. On Monday Night Football, the Pittsburgh Steelers beat Chicago 29-27. The Bears missed a long last-second field goal, try to win it. In the NBA, Steph Curry scored 50 points to lead the Dow 9-1. Golden State Warriors past Atlanta 127-113. Curry told NBC Sports California, This
23: season's been uh, amazing, though the...
17: The, that we've been on. the New York Knicks also beat Philadelphia 103-96, snapping the Sixers' six-game win streak. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News.
18: weight. Feel great and look fantastic. With a little help from Dr. Fred J. Razaker of Slim Body Laser Spa, East Ocean Boulevard in Stewart. And they're online. Visit their website, slimbodylaser.com. In a few short treatments, you'll see results. Lose three, six, even nine inches of unwanted belly fat. The wait is over. Call today, 223-5885. That's 223-5885. The Slim
6: Body Laser.
26: 8,000.
5: Smoking. All the cool kids are doing it. Each day, 3,000 kids pick up their first cigarette. Tobacco use primarily begins by age 16, and tobacco industry marketers know this. If they don't catch us now, we'll probably never even start. The tobacco industry will die if they don't continue to get teens hooked. Teens need to rise above and make sure all the cool kids stop the chain of smoking and put an end to tobacco use once and for all. All the cool kids are doing it.
18: A message from the Tobacco-Free Partnership of Martin County.
9: Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world. It's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime. At 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts... Evan and Bonnie. Thank you very much,
1: Mr. Announcer. Hour number three for you and me. Hello there. Well, hello there, Cookie Monster. Me have a question for you. All right, what's your question? Do you have cookies? Uh, I I don't know if I have cookies, but my guest may have cookies. I don't know. Anything's possible. It's 808 on the Get Up and Go Show. Mr. Clock, would you certify?
4: It's now 808 a.m.
1: Of course joining us on our line right now is uh Chief Deputy John Budenzik from the Martin County Sheriff's Office and the uh, Cookie Monster has a question for you uh uh John do you have
10: cookies no, Evan, I figured you'd have that. You're the one promising food always.
1: I know. Well, <laughs> what can I say? I tried.
2: I don't know if he has his cookie bag in here this morning,
1: <laughs> but if he
2: does, I'll be digging my uh, grubby hands in there for some. <laughs>
10: <laughs> How are you all this morning?
1: We're doing great. We're doing great, John. How are you and the family doing and everybody else at the Sheriff's Office?
10: Very good. We're in the uh, we're in the season now where there's a lot of events going on at the Sheriff's Office this week or so. We had Trunk or Treat, and just it's one thing after another. But
1: How was Trunk or Treat, by the way? Tell me about that.
10: Trunk or Treat was good. We're ready to get back to, you know, walk around in person, Trunk or Treat, rather than the drive through. But yeah. it was well attended.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, is the sheriff's office going into uh, its storage room and getting out all these Santa hats and getting ready to distribute those to the uh, deputies to wear out on the streets like some of them do do?
10: I don't think we're ready to do that yet. Of course, we've got to get through Thanksgiving before we get to Christmas.
1: Well, yeah, yeah I know, I know, I know. You're but starting I
10: starting to act like my wife, Evan, wanting to decorate for Christmas before the, before the uh, Thanksgiving holiday is over with.
1: Well, your wife and I have something in common, because if it was up to me, I'd already have the Christmas lights up in the house looking like Disney World already.
6: Oh, wow. <laughs> One
1: thing at a time. Yeah. One thing yeah. at <laughs> time. Hey, so recently... Um, uh, I want to have a conversation with you about the recent arrest that uh, was made of some undocumented individuals who the uh, sheriff's office believes murdered another undo- undocumented individuals as well.
10: Yes, yeah, so I know we're kind of keying on the undocumented side, and we're not really not even trying to politicize. We're just trying to speak straight and, uh, and factually. Right. Two Saturdays ago, there's a uh, bar out in any town, the the uh, Blue Moon Bar. Mm-hmm. And we got a call, nine one one call that somebody was down in the street. Our deputies got there and found a Hispanic Guatemala male uh, deceased laying in the roadway. He'd been stabbed. And then um, through their investigation, they found another Guatemala male that had been stabbed also. Mm-hmm. So that kicked off days of investigation. And unfortunately, with these undocumented individuals, it takes a lot of time just to figure out simple things like, who are the victims? Our detectives spent the better part of the day just trying to get a name for the victims. And, of course, once you figure out who the victims are, then you start figuring out their associates and you start building your case from there. Um, They finally figured out a name, which delayed their progress in investigating the case and um, started working off of that like I said, they tracked down the other individual, and when they interviewed the other individual, who was also an undocumented Guatemalan, he was afraid to be a victim. So he'd been stabbed, he'd gone home bleeding. Uh, Thankfully, they weren't life-threatening injuries, but Mm -hmm. he was afraid to even discuss what had happened with our deputies, who were simply there at that point, to investigate a crime against him and help him and try to arrest the offender. So... We could. We had a hard time identifying the victim. The uh, identifying the suspect was even that much harder. Mm-hmm. And uh, thankfully, there were some surveillance cameras out there, and and our deputies pounded the streets for the better part of a week, and were able to figure out who the suspect was. And it turns out that the suspect had probably been victimizing, well, had been because we arrested him for had been victimizing other Guatemalan nationals uh weeks previously. He had actually stabbed another Guatemalan about a month prior to uh this homicide and nobody called nine one one and they didn't call nine one one because they were afraid to call the police because they don't trust the police or they associate us with immigration.
2: Are you um considering the uh suspect to be from the area of Indian town?
10: Well he's Guatemalan national, but yes has lived in any town, we believe, for the last four years.
2: You mentioned, like, surveillance cameras. And, you know, I've just, like, watch a lot of those ID shows where they have to watch those surveillance cameras over and over and over again sometime. Just how, like, um, good quality uh, are the cameras out there? Or do you guys run into where, you know, like, these cameras could be better quality because sometimes – it's really hard to zero in on identifying a suspect or, you know, what you can really see or get on them, sir.
10: No, I know what you're saying. And a lot of times you see those grainy qualities, especially in banks, which is ironic. But in in this case, they were picture-perfect quality. Wow. We were able to use those photos to track down the suspect. And last Friday they were able to actually find the suspect, who was hiding out in Booker Park in any town in a rooming uh-huh. house.
2: Oh, that's amazing. So, and then when they are like a high-quality camera, I bet you can even get better technology to really zoom in on it too. Oh, yeah. really see f- certain features.
10: We can. The, the main thing was just having something to show around to the public out there so they could say, oh, yeah, I know, you know, I know who that person is, and that's what happened in this case. Mm-hmm.
1: John, let me ask you a question, just for our listeners that are listening, because some people do not have any idea what an undocumented individual is. If you could explain that to our listeners so they have a better concept of what we're speaking of.
10: I can, and it's simply someone that crossed the border into the United States with no paperwork, Uh, no visa, no passport, no paperwork, and... And not making light of it, but these people don't really exist. They, they, they're they transient. They they have no real uh, identifiable paperwork. The Normally the driver's license that they carry, the IDs that they carry are fake. Mm-hmm. They have no birth certificates. They have no dental records, no DNA. They're very, very difficult to identify and track down.
1: Wow. And, and that's one know, of the reasons why they're afraid to call law enforcement because they're afraid of being deported back to their original country, correct?
10: They are afraid of that. I I have traveled actually Guatemala and Honduras, you know, I spent weeks traveling those countries.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: They're
10: afraid of the police in general. In mm-hmm. those countries, the police are part of the problem, not the solution. The police are corrupt. So they come to the United States, yes, afraid of the Border Patrol and being deported, but they're also afraid of and they don't trust their, wow. their law enforcement.
2: How many situations do you find of, like, um, sex trafficking and of people uh, taking advantage of them, like, for slave labor and that in the Martin County area?
10: It's hard to tell because when we, you know, normally we're, we're associating that conversation with prostitution. We've done many search warrants and, and uh, tried to interview the girls during those search warrants. And there's a hold on those girls. They can't just tell you that someone is trapping them. And the reason why there's a hold on them is, you know, their family a lot of times is being held quasi-hostage in Guatemala or or Honduras and even Mexico. Mm -hmm. And if they snitch or they go into a witness protection program or they do anything, they may be safe, but they know that their family is not safe. It's hard for us to tell whether these girls are doing it willingly. I would assume that they're not. Um, but we have yet to uh, take one out and, and get them to tell us the whole story. They just don't do it.
2: Yeah, like in, in my line of work with massage therapy, we take courses, like extra courses now um, that are required to, to kind of look for that. Um, yep. You know, to look for that. And even if you have maybe a little issuance that something could be happening or something could be up, um, they uh, definitely want you to report it and tell a higher up.
10: In those cases, we brought in uh, translators and victims' assistance people and, and told these girls, like, look, we will treat you like a victim, not like a suspect. We're, we're here to stop the problem." But if you're not the problem, we're ready to look past you, and, and they just don't move to our position ever. They never have.
1: It's kind so. of crazy, the the, the crazy yeah. world that we live in with all this stuff going on right now. I want to switch gears, if we could, uh, to a little bit uh, and uh, bring it more local here in uh, this side of Martin County. Um, how are uh, things going in the schools with the school zones, the speeding, et cetera, so, so on and so forth? Everybody pretty much hopefully is uh, – is paying attention uh, and, and abiding by the speed limit, correct, especially in those school zones?
10: No. I mean, they never. We, It's like playing whack-a-mole. We go out there and we write tickets and they slow down for a day and then they go right back to it. So our traffic deputies are constantly rotating around these uh, school zones and trying to get people to slow down. Our, with school, you know, we've hit our new normal coming out of summer. We've hit our stride. We've worked out the – the uh, kinks, and we don't have missing children like we do the first few days of school. Right. Got on the wrong bus. That's kind of leveled out. And uh, our school resource officers know their new students, and, of course, the school faculty do also. So that school's going smooth, the traffic side of it. I mean, you drive around here in Martin County, there's a lot of traffic right now. Yeah. Constant job just trying to uh, slow people down with the resources that we have. With all
2: the influx of the snowbirds, too, we're just like um, seeing heavy traffic. It, it's all over. It's all over. So, you know, especially like if you go out, say, around uh, 8 a.m. in the morning, If I am fine, if I'm traveling around 3, between 2 and 4 in the afternoon, those school buses are all over the place, too. People just got to, like, uh, give themselves extra time when they go to work and stuff and slow down a little bit.
10: They do. The other morning when I was coming into work, I'm not exaggerating. We probably had 20 crashes in, in an hour and a half, two hours. And they weren't serious crashes, but a little fender bender clogs up traffic. You know how it goes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: And those things take time for you guys to come out and everybody writing down their insurances and um, just transgressing with one another. Yeah. It's a we a had-
1: Something just popped in my head. I'm sorry, (laughs) Bonnie. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Um, We were going to ask John something this morning. Remember we talked about it earlier?
2: Oh, yeah. You had something in Stupid News about, uh, what what was that story? Was it
1: the Waffle House thing?
2: In the Stupid News. Oh, yeah. A lady in a Waffle House was a waitress, and the guy didn't like the way his eggs were ordered at first. And a second time, he didn't, but I think he had... He like, didn't
1: get cheese on him the had, second time.
2: He had reason, you know, to bring back the eggs, but the waitress came out wielding a, wielding a gun. and, <laughs>
6: and that, well, I'll
10: teach him to like his meal as it's served. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. nah, touche for that comment. I love that comment. That's great. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of crazy things going Good on story. in the world. Yeah, you know, we had a shooting on 95 last week. Also, where yeah. we, where the I don't know if you read that, where the guys driving down the road and hears a noise and pulls over at the the way station down there, and finds out he's been shot in the gut. And uh, wow, about eight miles up the road, a, an off-duty officer got out with a guy who he thought was in a crash, turned out being the suspect who had the gun on him, and luckily he complied.
1: Oh my gosh! But,
10: but that guy believed he was a CIA agent. And had been being followed and was shooting at people driving down 95. Wow.
1: That's so crazy.
10: Crazy oh. times. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, I get uh, every every so often when uh, uh, I'm at a red light and, like, literally lickety split when the light turns green. <laughs> I mean, not even a millisecond after it turns green, somebody's on the horn behind me, like, blowing the horn. And that aggravates me. But I just kind of take it in stride. And I just, I proceed on with my day. Because I don't know if that person behind me is carrying a weapon, and I really don't want to get into a confrontation, so I just pretend that I like I didn't hear it. And that's probably the safest thing to do, right, John?
10: It is. And, and for what? What are you going to do? Somebody honks their horn? Really, what are you going to do that's going to accomplish anything?
1: Nothing. The... Nothing, Nothing at all. Nothing, Nothing at all whatsoever. Nothing at all whatsoever. So you're right.
10: Just move on as hard as it is to swallow our pride. and Yeah. You know, go on. Yeah.
1: That's uh, Chief Deputy John Budenseek joins us each and every week at this time on the program, pinch-hitting for Sheriff William Snyder. John, always a pleasure, and gosh, maybe we can get you in here before Christmas,
10: you know? Well, you started with cookies, so. All right,
1: well, yeah. you, t- you tell me a Tuesday you're going to be here, and I will make it a point to have um, some bagels and cream cheese in here for you. How's uh, that? Sounds good. All right, buddy, listen. Y'all have, have a good a gr- week. Have a great day. God bless you and your family. All right, bye bye. It's time for the precious metals report, brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Gold opening up at one thousand eight hundred twenty-six dollars, ten cents an ounce. Silver opening up twenty-four dollars, thirty-three cents an ounce. That's precious metals report, and it's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin.
19: The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring.
1: 823 on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news. Let's go to the news desk. Bonnie is standing by. Take it away, Bonnie.
2: Thank you, Evan. Governor Ron DeSantis is getting ready to seek re election, filing his paperwork to run yesterday. But what about running for president in 2024?
7: Um, You know, I appreciate people looking at me for different things, but at the end of the day, uh, we've accomplished a lot here, uh, but I've got a lot more to do. And so we're going to have a formal announcement once the full legislative session ends in March, and we'll really start campaigning.
2: The gubernatorial election is one year away travel restrictions that the U.S. imposed because of the COVID-19 pandemic have been partially lifted for nearly three dozen countries. WPTV's Linny Supal
12: has more.
11: America is rolling out the welcome mat once again as international travel restrictions prompted by the pandemic are relaxed.
12: And it just really starts to open up the world.
11: Laura Reese is a travel agent based in Palm Beach County. Now we're opening up our tourism to people outside of the United States. She's noticing a surge in the number of international travelers with sights set on South Florida.
12: Right now, Florida hotels are so booked. I was just looking for a hotel for New Year's for my husband and I, and I can't find anything. It's really busy in Fort Lauderdale, Miami, and Palm Beach, which is great news. But with foreigners coming to America, that means that things are gonna book up even more. So what's really important is to plan ahead. Discover the Palm Beaches is directing their attention
11: to so-called long haul travelers from overseas.
4: We're mostly focused on international leisure travelers, uh, two or three week stays in the United States.
11: Is South Florida ready for the influx of international travelers?
4: Uh, Absolutely. We are sitting here in the middle of the number one international gateway to Florida, which is Miami, and the number one domestic destination, which is Orlando. We're booking to 2023
12: right now.
11: The relaxed restrictions will also also make more international reunions possible this
12: holiday season. Do you think that the airlines are prepared for this influx of international travel? I think they're really looking forward to it. We're not expecting as many cancellations, so fingers crossed, it's a really good sign. In Palm Beach County, Lenny Sue, Paul WPTV News, Channel 5.
2: An investigation is underway in South Florida after a Brightline train hit a vehicle on the first day of resuming service. Officials say the train carrying the company's president struck a car in Palm Pompano Beach: A 71-year-old woman and her one-year-old grandchild were in the car. Their injuries are non-life-threatening. In Port St. Lucie, Polly Stottlemeyer gets to come on down. Uh, Polly, age 57, of Port St. Lucie, will compete on television's longest-running game show, The Price Is Right. That airs at 11. ...on CBS Tomorrow. This isn't the self-proclaimed game show fanatic's first appearance, though. Stottlemyre was also on The Price is Right... In 1999, she said, I love it. I just love it, said Stottlemyre, a realtor. It wasn't even just that I thought I could be picked. It's the fun of going. You really become friends with all of these other people and it's like a big party. Game show competitions apparently run in the Stottlemyre family. Stottlemyre's husband, Alan, also competed on the prices right in 2016, she said. He made it all the way to the final showcase, winning over $55,000 and a new BMW automobile the city of fort pierce is working to re- actually uh, make that many people talk a lot about florida's tourism but what really lures people to the sunshine state is florida's film and production industry here's wp tv's arthur mondale
29: i mean it puts sport on the, on the map Horses and U.S. polo ASN models on the sand isn't something you see every day in Riviera Beach.
19: Today's beautiful, water's nice, the horses are
29: happy, and so are we. But when you're Alan Ramos, location manager for MS4 Productions... Talk with the your smile. Florida offers a great backdrop no matter where you are.
17: Maybe somewhere in the range of 150 to 200 a year.
11: And this is a global shoot, so this these assets, this creative will be all over the world. Our brand is in over 180 countries.
5: Well, about 15 years ago, we ranked number three, right behind California and New York.
29: Today, sources like Zipia rank Florida 16th for film producers, and the economic impact for Palm Beach County is hundreds of millions.
5: That's about a $200 million a year industry here in Palm Beach County.
29: Which is why the county's Film and Television Commission are supporters of Florida House Bill 217, an incentive program for the film, television, and digital media industry filed in September.
5: Florida is only one of 17 states in this country that doesn't have one.
29: In the interim, the commission is also accepting submissions for the 27th annual Palm Beaches Student Showcase of Films, the largest statewide film competition open for currently enrolled high school and college students.
5: And it is our signature education outreach program.
29: Submissions are being accepted until January 22nd. Hillary says the investment boosts Florida tourism and supports a more highly skilled, diversified workforce. 100%
5: 100% of those students who have won or been a finalist in the student showcase of films are still actively involved in the film and television industry. That is extremely promising for us.
29: Young and promising. Arthur Mondale, WPTV News Channel 5.
2: The Pittsburgh Steelers survived a late surge from the Chicago Bears to win last night on Monday Night Football. The Steelers, 29-27 to 27 over the Bears, Also in the NFL, it looks like the Jacksonville Jaguars will have three of their top offensive players on the field for Sunday's game at Indianapolis. Head coach Urban Meyer said Monday that injured quarterback Trevor Lawrence, running back James Robinson, will be uh, limited this week because of their injuries. But he expects both, along with injured left tackle Cam Robinson, back to play against the Colts. Newstime, 830.
1: 8.30, as Bonnie just said, it's time for traffic and weather together. Let's go right to the traffic desk. Now, Bonnie's standing by.
2: We don't have any accidents to report. That's always a good thing. If you see something, say something. Let us know at 220-9788-220-WSTU. 62 right now in Stewart, and it's uh, 60
14: degrees in Port St. Lucie. More on the forecast at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for another chilly start to the day with temperatures in the mid to upper 50s. This afternoon, another pleasant day on tap. Highs reaching the upper 70s to low 80s. Partly sunny skies, low rain chances, and low humidity.
18: So, have you heard this one?
13: Have you ever thought about advertising your business or services on radio? You know it's a lot more affordable than you think. In fact, you hearing this right now proves that radio still works. Reach out to locals like you who still listen to radio. Find out how easy and effective it is. Call 561-537-5897. That's 561-537-5897. 5897. Let me help kickstart your message on Martin County's Heritage Station on Today with Denny, your local finance and entertainment show. The tradition of champions is continuing here at IRSC. Hi, I'm AJ Cajus, the sophomore point guard on the Indian River 2021 men's basketball team. My pioneer teammates and I have one goal, and that's to win the Southern Conference Championship for the third year in a row. It is also our goal to give Coach Wilson a fifth consecutive 21 season. Come see us in the gym on the main campus. The tradition of champions continues. Well River.
9: If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to WSTU show at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bon.
1: is the time, and without further ado, here's Randy Siegel with the space report. Good morning, Captain Randy.
25: Good morning, sir. Well, it was 1967 when NASA landed its Surveyor 6 spacecraft on the moon. Having sent back more than 33,000 images of the surface, it made a successful landing on the moon. And then in 1967, NASA launched its Apollo 4 mission. This was the first test of a Saturn V launch vehicle saying that we're now ready to fly to the moon and put astronaut boots on the moon. Well, yesterday was the big day because yesterday evening, just about 10.33, the Crew-2 Dragon spacecraft landed having spent 199 days in orbit. Shane Kimbrough, Megan MacArthur, Thomas Pasqua from the European Space Agency at Akiho Hoshide from the Japanese Space Agency returned home, and they had a successful landing off the coast of Florida. The only thing that marred the landing was that one of the four parachutes did not open quickly enough. It did not create any problem for the crew, and they were able to slow the spacecraft down the way it normally would, but it did take a little bit longer for it to furl and come open, or unfurl and come open. As a result, there is a possibility, and I'm saying is a possibility, that NASA may decide not to fly the next mission tomorrow evening with a crew to the International Space Station until they understand fully what happened to this parachute. We're going to be watching that throughout the day to see exactly what happens. But currently, the four astronauts who were up in space have returned. They're hale and hearty, and they're feeling good. Three of the four will be jetted back to Houston, while Thomas Pasquale will take a jet to the European Astronaut Center in Cologne, Germany. That's where he will do his post-flight debriefing as well as rehabilitation. So everything so far looks good for the crews that are going. Early this morning, Japan launched one of its Epsilon rockets. The Epsilon rocket, Placed into orbit eight small satellites. It worked exactly as it was supposed to, and having gone through a minor launch delay of several days, it now has placed those satellites into orbit. Well, with a conjunction over between the Earth and Mars, where the sun came in between, and we had a blackout, so we could not get any information back from Mars, We now have restored that link, and the Ingenuity spacecraft began its journey back to Wright Brothers Field at the Octavia E. Butler landing site, before it starts to venture on again. That little helicopter that could continues to fly on the red surface, in spite of the fact that the air is getting a little bit less dense. And as a result, the helicopter has to work a little bit harder. But thus far, they have had no problems on the red planet, and they're getting back a ton of science. The next crew that will go to the International Space Station, Alexander Mazurkin, and the backup commander, Alexander Shvortsev, have passed their manual docking tests in Russia. In December, the first astronaut, Mazurkin, will fly with Japanese billionaire Yozuku Meziyawa and his assistant, Yozo Hiano. They will spend 12 days at the International Space Station. Their launch is currently scheduled to take place on December the 8th. Before that does take place, on November the 16th, Russia will raise the orbit of the International Space Station about half a mile to put it in phase for the launch and landing of vehicles from the space station. SpaceX has finally said when the next set of Starlink spacecrafts will be fired into orbit. Starlink is currently scheduled for launch, no earlier than Friday the 12th. There's been a stand down from SpaceX because they were working on both East Coast and West Coast and had to maneuver their personnel. This afternoon at 3 p.m., NASA will hold a media teleconference to give us more details on the Artemis missions to the moon. We know that Artemis 1 will go into orbit around the moon and then return. Artemis 2 will circle the moon for a while before returning, and then Artemis 3 will be the first crewed mission. Well, we'll know more about that this afternoon as NASA intends to launch the first female and first person of color to the lunar surface during the next trip. The NASA Office of Inspector General's Office of Audits has said that NASA has been one of the most transparent companies that they have. NASA continues to be transparent. However, the data that they show is not coming quick enough. They're saying they may be transparent, but they're not relying on the information in real time. They're taking a little bit too long to get the data back to the Inspector General, and they're not happy with that. When the Artemis one flight does go, the current launch is now scheduled for June the 16th. And it should be quite a launch because Artemis, you may recall, has a bunch of engines that were used for the space shuttle, plus solid fuel engines. It'll be one of the largest rockets ever to fly from Earth. Lieutenant General Armago says that the military has to work more deeply with understanding what other countries are doing in space if we are to prevent accidents from happening in the future. Tomorrow we're going to tell you, about the Astra small launch company and the fairing that has been tested for the James Webb telescope. So until tomorrow, have a great day, everybody.
1: That's Randy Siegel with the Space Report. He's on the program each and every weekday at this time. Time to head on over to Ellie's Downtown Deli, where Bonnie's Mouth is watering, because and, the food is yeah. so darn good there.
2: It's delicious. Oh and my gosh. you know what? It's time to place your order, too, Evan, for mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, as mm. time is running out.
1: I might have to do that this year.
2: It's very good. We had, in, in the past, a very good dinner indeed. So Thanksgiving dinner 2021, it includes a whole turkey with... Uh, one quart of gravy that you can order. A quart. Cranberry relish. Mm. Yes, a quart of gravy. Mm. You can get a turkey dinner at 29.95 per person. This includes the uh, sliced turkey of white and dark meat. Cranberry relish. Get your gravy. You can choose from three side items: delicious sage stuffing, baked sweet potato casserole. Uh, choose from vanilla butter squ- nut squash, green bean casserole. You gotta have that with your Thanksgiving. Maybe roasted cauliflower and four cheese. All kinds of sides uh, for Thanksgiving turkey dinner. Homemade pies included. So place your order now and by calling Chef Mark at 772-781-6605. All of the orders must be secured with a credit card and they need to be picked up on Thursday, uh, Thanksgiving Day between nine and one. Ellie's Downtown Deli has a full menu available now for takeout, plus their fabulous desserts as well. They have a full-service deli with dining inside and out. You can have them cater your next event. Call 772-781-6605 to order and pick up today. Located 18 Southeast 6th Street, just off Colorado in Stewart. Call 772-781-6605 for Ellie's Downtown Deli. 8.42
1: news time brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Bonnie's at the news desk with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie.
2: Good morning, Evan. Governor Ron DeSantis is looking forward to the upcoming special session of the Florida legislature. Lawmakers will work on a response to the Biden administration's vaccine mandate for companies with 100 or more employees.
7: Florida really will be leading. I think that you've seen, I think Montana did this a few months ago, and I think Tennessee recently did something. Uh, Florida's coming in, and and really this is going to save the day uh, for a lot
8: of workers.
2: If the federal mandate holds up, employees who aren't vaccinated by January 4th will be subject to mask requirements and weekly testing. An investigation is underway in South Florida after a Brightline train hit a vehicle on the first day of resuming service. Officials say the train carrying the company's president struck a car in Pompano Beach. A 71-year-old woman and her 1-year-old grandchild were in the car. Their injuries are non-life-threatening. The city of Fort Pierce is working to revamp its downtown parking plan, preparing for the growing demand that comes with planned developments in the downtown area. Here's WPTV's Megan McRoberts.
22: You can see here on a Monday night in downtown Fort Pierce, you'd have no trouble getting a parking spot right in front of your favorite shop or restaurant, but on the weekends, it's a much different story, and city leaders know it's only slated to get busier. Monday nights are perfect for easy dining in downtown Fort Pierce with a small crowd and ample parking, which is a big change from the weekend.
21: I've watched it grow. <laughs>
22: Pickle General Manager Austin Fletcher already sees more people flocking to downtown Fort Pierce, even in just the year they've been open. And weekend parking has been a struggle for customers. He sees them often get dropped off while someone else hunts for a spot.
24: I've had people sit you know, 30 minutes waiting on their husband to get a parking spot.
22: Or Fletcher says they get tickets for parking too long in the two hour spots.
24: How do we implement a system of parking it just doesn't make people frustrated.
22: Commissioner Jeremiah Johnson says the city knows it has a parking problem. It's slated to get even more limited with growth that's planned, like the large dining, shopping, and hotel project at King's Landing and the Fisherman's Wharf project near the port.
24: What's happening is that with King's Landing, we're seeing this surge of energy.
22: The city is gathering feedback from consultants. Business owners are already chiming in.
24: I need more changeover in front of my store. I need my restaurant to over seats.
22: Johnson says the city will look at how to optimize the combo of free and paid parking, whether time limits should be implemented in strategic locations. Johnson would also support another parking garage.
21: Uh, I think if
13: they can develop some way to put another parking structure in, yeah.
22: The city has a survey posted on its website for people to give their thoughts Johnson expects the city to meet again after the holidays to get more public feedback. And that general manager also said more parking would also help with employee safety, whereas many times they park further away from their stores to leave more room for customers. But that leaves them walking further to get back to their cars late at night. Reporting in Fort Pierce, I'm Megan McRoberts. Back to you.
2: Travel restrictions that the U.S. imposed because of the COVID-19 pandemic have been partially lifted for nearly three dozen countries. WPTV's Linny Supal has this
12: story.
11: America is rolling out the welcome mat once again as international travel restrictions prompted by the pandemic are relaxed.
12: And it just really starts to open up the world.
11: Laura Reese is a travel agent based in Palm Beach County. Now we're opening up our tourism to people outside of the United States. She's noticing a surge in the number of international travelers with sights set on South Florida.
12: Right now, Florida hotels are so booked. I was just looking for a hotel for New Year's for my husband and I, and I can't find anything it's really busy in fort lauderdale miami and palm beach which is great news but with foreigners coming to america that means that things are going to book up even more so what's really important is to plan ahead Discover the Palm Beaches is directing their attention to
11: so called long haul travelers from overseas.
4: We're mostly focused on international leisure travelers, uh, two or three week stays in the United States. Is
11: South Florida ready for the influx of international travelers?
4: Uh, Absolutely. We are sitting here in the middle of the number one international gateway to Florida, which is Miami, and the number one domestic destination, which is Orlando. We're booking to 2023
11: right now. The relaxed restrictions will also. make more international reunions possible this holiday season. Do you think that the airlines are prepared for this influx of international travel? I
12: think they're really looking forward to it. We're not expecting as many cancellations, so fingers crossed it's a really good sign. In Palm Beach County, Lenny Sue, Paul WPTV News, Channel 5. And
2: lastly, the number of COVID-19 hospitalizations at Cleveland Clinic Hospitals on the Treasure Coast continues a downward trend, dropping to 19 Monday, according to a hospital official The 19 patients at three of the four Cleveland Clinic hospitals on the Treasure Coast is five fewer than the 24 on November 2nd. In the NBA, the Miami Heat fell behind early and never recovered in a one thirteen to ninety-six loss to the Nuggets in Denver. The Magic had the night off. They'll be hosting Brooklyn in Orlando tomorrow night. News time is eight forty eight and we'll hear weather and traffic together next.
1: on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic weather together. Bonnie, what do you got?
2: We don't have any accidents, and that's always a good thing to find. In fact, it's just been like an accident-free morning here throughout the Treasure Coast. Our major highway's up to speed, everything moving right along nicely. That's your latest look at traffic. And it's 67, partly cloudy in Stewart, in Hamilton Lake, Ontario, Canada, a cool 51.
14: Here's our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV First Alert forecast calls for another chilly start to the day with temperatures in the mid to upper 50s. This afternoon, another pleasant day on tap. Highs reaching the upper 70s to low 80s. Partly sunny skies, low rain chances, and low humidity.
13: Hi, this is Denny Artachi, host of the Today with Denny show, where we talk about financial... From a common sense perspective, this is a show where we cover what's on your mind, like local, world, and entertainment news. So tune in, have fun, share your story, Thursday mornings from 9 to 10 a.m. on WSTU 1450 a.m. radio. The
26: Stewart Air Show is back November 12th at Martin County Airport. Bring the family to see the
17: aerobatic Red Bull helicopter and the fastest semi-truck in the world racing a plane. Hear the sound of freedom when our military jets fly by. Be sure to check out their Twilight Show and the Dirty Flight Suit Party November 12th. See spectacular pyrotechnic
26: displays and enjoy live entertainment on the ground. The Stewart Air Show is back.
21: back. Tickets and show information at stewartairshow.com.
1: Why pay more to rent a space for your party when you could transform your kitchen and living space into the next amazing place for a great dinner party? Even with limited space, private catering can make your next event incredibly relaxing and memorable. Optimal Health Chef, Inc offers in-house catering for refined, elegant dining experiences for any private event. Optimal Health Chef, Inc. has years of experience with exceptional private catering services, and we will do everything to make your next get-together with family, friends, co-workers, or business associates a most memorable one. As a result of the global pandemic, we are offering virtual parties. We plan your event, package the food in disposable individual containers, and deliver to your home. You then deliver to your guests, enjoy dinner, and their company virtually. For more information and to book an event, please call Daryl Lester, chef-owner of Optimal Health Chef, Inc. at 772-475-8493.
16: Are you an entrepreneur or business owner along the Treasure Coast? Well, then you should be tuning in to Small Biz Florida from the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Hi, I'm Tom Kinder, your host for Small Biz Florida. Entrepreneurs and business owners will learn how the Florida SBDC and IRSC can help you start, grow, and accelerate your business.
0: Monday mornings at 11 on WSTU
15: 1450 and worldwide on WPSLTV.com.
9: If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to WSTUMorningShow at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bud.
1: All right, so it's that time of the morning where we're going to open up the phone lines. And um, the first person to uh, get to us and answer the trivia question correctly is going to get a pair of tickets to the 2021 Stewart Air Show. They're good for this Saturday or Sunday. And the air show runs from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. It's on the ticket here at the time. 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. this Saturday or Sunday. And, Bonnie, you want to read the trivia question?
2: Sure. And we don't know what this has to do with the air show, but we were getting all geared up for it yesterday. (laughs) So we we mentioned a little fun fact yesterday morning. And if you were listening, our trivia question is, what is Richard Gere's middle name?
1: Yeah, pretty simple. Yeah. What's Richard Gere's middle name? All right, if you know the answer and be the first one to call us with the correct answer, and um, if you use Google, then, well, what can I say?
2: <laughs> or maybe you were listening yesterday, Two two zero ninety seven eighty eight. Are we going to take the first caller? Yeah, with first the,
1: one with the right answer. Correct answer. So, so we've got somebody calling in already. Hi, good morning. You're on the air. Who do we have the pleasure of speaking with? Good morning. This is Chris. Hey, Chris. How are you, buddy? Good. Good, good. All right, so what do you think the answer is? Tiffany, yeah. Tiffany and Bonnie. That's correct. Yay! There you go, Chris. Good See, job. It was that simple? <laughs> Pays attention to the show. All right. So, and your name is Chris, right? Yep. All right. Very good, Chris. So the way it works is we have the tickets here at the studio. Um, we are here till 11 o'clock today. Tomorrow we'll be here from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. And on Thursday the same thing, 6 a.m. till 10 a.m. So what day would you like to come pick up the uh, tickets, Chris?
23: You there till 11 o'clock today?
1: I'm here till 11 o'clock today. I'll pick them up today. Very good. I'll put your name on the tickets. When you get here, the door will be unlocked. I'll hear the door open. Just come on in, hang out in the lobby, and I'll bring your tickets right out to you because I'll be in the studio. Okay. Yeah, I got a little quiz for you. Oh, boy. Here we go. (laughs) Uh, remember that the
25: old version of a TV show, Hawaii Five O.
1: Oh yeah, with uh, Bookham Dano, yeah.
25: Yeah, Steve McGarrett. Yeah. What was what was Steve McGarrett's
1: middle name
23: on that show? Oh wow. You um, know
2: what? I would only watch the beginning of the Hawaii Five O with the exciting waves coming up, and, <laughs> and I didn't dive into the show. Um, so, but um, I would have to take a guess at his middle name. Was his name Steve McGarrett on the show?
1: Uh, How about John? No. No? I'll tell you. It was Aloysius. Aloysius? (laughs)
2: Aloysius.
1: (laughs) Wait a minute. Now, hold on a minute. Where do you get that from? Because I just Googled that question. Because there's an episode where he tells what his middle name is on there. He
10: says it's Aloysius.
15: Oh, that is so
1: cool.
2: Really? Yeah, and what a a distinctive middle name for an individual,
14: Aloysius.
1: Now, is that his his TV middle name or his birth middle name? His TV middle name. Okay, because his birth middle name is John.
23: Yeah, his name was Jack Lord, I
1: think. Um, yes, it was portrayed by Jack Lord. Stephen John McGarrett, born in Hawaii on March 10th, 1977, is when he was born.
2: Thanks for loading that trivia on us.
1: Or something like that. Hey, or, oh, I, Chris, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong.
2: Chris, here. with the Richard Gere question, do you know where um he got the middle name Tiffany from?
1: His mother's maiden name.
2: That's correct. Wow. Damn.
1: Man, we're gonna hire this guy to come do our trivia stuff.
2: Give him, load him up with more tickets. I
1: I bet this guy goes and does trivia nights all over the place, and he just cleans house. I know. They tell me I should go on Jeopardy.
2: <laughs> uh, maybe so, right? Wow, yeah. Yeah, maybe.
1: very very cool.
2: Did you watch any of the um, Jeopardy with the celebrity uh, hosts? With uh, oh the,
19: yeah,
25: a- yeah, I watched a lot of it.
2: Aaron yeah. Rodgers, and um, I think they have the girl that from The Big Bang Theory. Yeah, and she was
25: my favorite. She was my favorite.
2: I guess she did really well, and um, she said that she enjoyed doing it so much that she wants that to be her main her main thing to do. Um, oh, yeah. My Miami Bialik is her name. And Something I think like she's that. like a, yeah. she is a uh, scientist, like in real life. I, All
1: right. Yeah. Uh, Chris, yeah. you know where our studios are located at? Yes, I do. Very good. Right at the foot of the Roosevelt Bridge.
25: righty. right. I'll see you in a bit.
1: All right. See you in a bit, buddy. Thanks a lot. and Congratulations to you. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye now. One of our great listeners out yeah, there.
2: Listening. And he's going to be enjoying the Stewart Air yeah. Show this weekend. Yeah, Saturday so.
1: or Sunday, whatever day is going to go. Weather's supposed to be picture perfect, Bonnie. <laughs> I
2: can't wait for it. And, you know, it's going to be um, so divine to be hearing those planes roaring over Stewart. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when they get started even before the event, mm-hmm. that way we know the air show is coming. Oh, wait. There's
1: one going by now. <laughs> one the, of the plane. Uh, the The plane. plane. The plane just flew right up or right over our building oh my gosh <laughs> wow wow listen to that bad boy
2: and you know the food and the drink out oh. there oh just so wonderful yeah
1: well, plan on gaining about 20 pounds because that's what I'm gonna plan on doing also
2: I know eating those arepas oh my arepas gosh. and uh, oh the heroes. All kinds of food and beverage to enjoy.
1: As Mr. Food would say, oh, it's so good. Oh, you know it. Hey, that's a wrap for us. We're out of here, folks. Make it a great day. We'll be back in about 21 hours from now. Remember, if you have good values on the inside, you won't look for validation on the outside.
2: Yep, and smile. We'll be back with more Stewart Air Show tickets tomorrow morning.
1: That's right, folks. Have a great day. We're WSTU Stewart. Martin County's Heritage Station. The news is coming up next. Don't go anywhere. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.